right, ladies and gentlemen, it is. Don't forget to turn off those speakers. <laughs> yeah, it is Thursday, January the 31st, 2019. We're about out of the first month of 2019 already, which is kind of fucking crazy. If I'm going to be honest with you that a single month has already gone by in this, uh, this new year. Uh, it's a new technical alpha podcast. We've got, it's not the longest podcast in the world this week, but that's actually good because both of us are pretty dead. But as always, I'm sure we'll find a way to make it a relatively interesting one. Mr. Black, yep. I already know the answer to this question, but I'm going to have to ask it anyway. How was your week? <laughs> it's been a week. It's been seven days specifically. It's been seven full days. Seven full, glorious, glorious mm. days. Yes, sir. Got a little bit more Realm under your belt? Yeah. Been feeling good about Realm where it's at, have you? Yeah, I've been playing uh, playing a ton of Realm. Uh, It's pretty friggin' awesome. I really like where Realm's at right now. I don't like the whole bots in the game uh, that's going on right now. For those that don't know, Realm Royale, um, the CEO, we talked about this, I think, a week ago, maybe last week? Or did we even talk about it yet? The CEO... Erez leaving? Yeah, the CEO's stepped down. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it in the podcast. Maybe we did, maybe we didn't. Either way, Erez is gone. Yeah, he's gone, and um, they've made, they've reverted a lot of the changes that they had in a version of Realm that people loved, and uh, it's a good time. I, I've been playing it. It's fun. The only shitty thing is, is since the player base for PC and Xbox isn't enormous. Basically, what's happening is there's like a minute and 30 second uh, lobby when you get into a game. They let it, to my knowledge, they let as many real players in within that minute and 30, and then they fill the remainder with NPC or bots, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um, they, a lot of them, I would say 50% of them are really stupid, so they're pretty easy to kill, and you can tell... Water bots. Very quickly, yeah. Uh, but the other half of them are actually quite intelligent, um, and they can, they've got auto-aim on all of them, so they all get aim bots, so they, like, don't miss, uh, which can make it a challenge, especially in the first, like, two minutes of a game, when you're trying to find your first weapon, and, you know, they're not missing with the, even with the shittiest guns. Uh, that's definitely its biggest downdraw right now, but beyond that, I'm having so much fun with the game. Uh, the community's growing a little bit, like actually substantially in the last few weeks. Went from like 1,800 concurrent players on Steam uh, to like 3,000 to 5,000. And now it's anywhere between 6,500 and 8,000 uh, yeah. that are playing via Steam. Um, and apparently on PlayStation, that's where the biggest bulk of them are, um, which is well over now 50,000 concurrent that mm. are playing on PlayStation. And it's about 120 throughout all three Xbox playstation and pc xbox and pc they are on the same server so they're cross compatible playstation isn't yet they're working on that now and they're hope it's hopefully going to happen in the next couple weeks which would then bring the player pool way up and hopefully then they can remove these bots that are in the game which will not only make things a little bit more competitive but you're also going to be against players all the time which you'll, is nice you'll definitely be able yeah like so i hopped in and and played five or six hours of it uh, this week in a single setting. I just sat down and said, all right, E-Res is out. I think my title of my stream was E-Res is out. My interest is in. 
That's a good. Was, that's was a good my, title. My stream title. That's a good uh, title. So I hopped in. I played. Uh, I, uh, I, I played uh, a bunch, and um, I I like I like the direction that the game is in right now, for sure. In in theory, and I'm saying in theory because until you're not facing off against 50 or 60% bots, you're going to have literally no idea as to what the game actually plays like. You're going to only have... You're only going to have flashes in the pan of what the game actually is, and it tends to be in the last, you know, 10, 12 people, where 8 of the 12 people are people, mm-hmm. and 4 are bots. Mm-hmm. So your your last skirmishes with those are actually people. Yeah. Uh, and And... And not just like one versus versus one necessarily. Like you're actually in an area where there are enough people yeah, yeah. that you're getting the interaction. In the early game, you might still be up against another person, but you might be the only other person for quite some distance, and the rest of them are just bots standing still, yeah. doing nothing, doing yeah. whatever. Yeah. So you get you get these ideas at the very end of the match. You know how are the, how is the balance of some of this stuff going? You know what. Uh, what abilities really stand out versus some other ones? What guns are definitely going to be more uh, beneficial than others, and and things of that nature? And just how uh, how does the balance play out now that they've made available everyone has the same access? It's just random. It's what you're picking yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, aside from the masteries thing, where you can have some influence, for example, on what drops on your first forge build. Yep. Things of that nature. Uh, it's pretty much just three sheets to the wind you open a chest you find out what's inside yeah, and like, everyone else gets the same thing with the exception of your initial or your movement ability your initial movement ability which is still class based yes so the hunter still has the role the warrior still has the jump etc yep. etc et yep um so i do like where it is now versus where it was before without question i think probably pretty much everyone has that same opinion uh, I would just really like to see what it's like when the that player count is up with the crossplay, and when you're really playing against eighty other people, mm-hmm. then you really get to see, you know, what where is Realm Royale at? Um, but uh, we're gonna find we're gonna find out, and then I'd like to see them actually start to polish the game some, because the game for me, for um, from a visual perspective and pretty much from an audio perspective, hasn't changed in a year. It's yeah. it's basically identical. The the Animations are still very rough. Running animations have, look like they're five frames. Like shit's like real fucking jank. But they managed to find the time to put in like some cheesy one-liners. Like, oh yeah, and, mm. and like the hunter Get just sounds the, the the yeah the the hunter sounds like she's getting fucked no matter what she's doing. Opens a chest and it's an epic. Oh, Ooh. an epic! Like everything is just vaguely sexual. Um, so they they did that, but everything else is pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see you know some actual improvements to to that stuff start to come through now that they've now they're saying it's beta. It's no longer alpha. It's beta. It's beta. The game is literally hasn't really changed. I mean, I mean, it's there's, moved there's from ar- alpha to beta. There's argument that it was always beta, right? Well, that's like, what our yeah. argument always was: was it, this is not alpha. Just like most betas are not betas. No, that's the full fucking game, pretty much. Yeah, it's the full game. That's it. The difference between this and the launch is that you paid money for it. Exactly. It's pretty much the show. Yeah. Um, So yeah, yeah, I played a little bit of that as well. I played a shitload of Subnautica in the last week. Yeah, you have been, yeah. Uh, I'm like 40 hours deep. That is a good video game. Um, I'm not a huge fan of survival games. I've kind of gotten over 
survival games for the most part. Uh, we, you and I played a shitload of Minecraft. Um, <clears throat> you know, we went through, and everyone else went through, especially if you're on Twitch, you went through a lot of survival games. Like, yes. they were the flavor of the year or more for quite some time. You know, you had your Rusts, and you had H1Z1. Minecraft, H1Z1. Um, tons of them. Tons of them. Daisy. I mean, Daisy. Uh, now they've got, you know, the, the fucking pirate ass one. That's yeah, Sea the, of Thieves. See, uh, well, no, not, well, it's like Sea of Thieves, but it's, um, oh, what's it called? You, you, you tried to, everyone trying to get into the. Oh, Jesus. Atlas. Atlas. That game died in like, yeah. when it got launched. Uh, and then the, the game that it comes from originally, I can't, Ark. Uh, you know, so it's just this dirge, this endless list. It just kept going and all of them the same, Conan, all basically the same shit. Um, No Man's Sky is probably the closest comparison point for Subnautica. Okay. The difference being, unlike pretty much every, uh, unlike most of the of the popular survival games that all uh, that have existed, the world isn't necessarily randomly seeded in some way, shape, or form. Um, the uh, the world is very much more specifically crafted. Uh, and everyone starts basically the same area, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not, it's not the, you know, I'm going to play the game a second time and get a different location, a different set of challenges. It's the same kind of deal. Uh, so the scope of the game is much smaller, much tighter mm-hmm. than something like No Man's Sky, which but is that's a, not a bad thing. No, it's not. And yeah. th- it's actually its biggest strength, right? Yeah. So it took, it took what everyone enjoys about the survival game genre, things like surviving, um and building a base you know everyone likes to build shit yeah it's like lego you fucking just who doesn't like get some lego until you step on it everyone likes a little bit of lego in their life (laughs) so base building surviving things of that nature but it also it also kind of like no man's sky where it tried to where no man's sky tried to do a little bit of story to give the universe something some life um because it's also much smaller in scope it was able to uh deliver even more of a what you might call a traditional story or a bit more of a focused story uh and tied the fact that it's a survival game and you do a lot of exploration you can find little bits and pieces as well and made the world way more fucking interesting yeah it wasn't like minecraft where you just hopped in and it was just literally you're in minecraft here you are yeah. You know, get to the end game, and there's a dragon, and woo! That was like a show. It was like an actual... Um, I miss Minecraft. An actual story. I Minecraft miss is fun, man. Until I go back and I play it for like three hours, and I go, oh yeah, this is why I stopped playing Minecraft. It's just fun, like, when you do get in there, and then you just do whatever you want. So, like, you can... Yeah. You just start digging down underneath, and the next thing you know, there's a huge opening, and then there's like a mine... There's a mine shaft, and you gotta go through that, and then... My problem is... My problem with Minecraft is that I get, like, modding-itis. Like moderitis, yeah. where 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 I want to be able to do something inside of Minecraft. I know it's possible. I just need a mod, and I do that thing. Mm. And they go, "Man, this is really great." But if I could just also do this, and then you just you end up with this like you're on a server with a thousand and one mods, and your computer's buckling under the stress. Yeah, of all these but mods. It, it is it is cool. Like the. Uh those those mods not only visually but then you can actually like build computers and do and yeah, have them do I mean. all kinds of crazy like shit my, like my last my last run i was i i had built with the help of some community members because i was way too stupid I, like i didn't know how to like do the redstone stuff all that well this was some intricate fucking shit mm. um i had a i had a storage room that i could just put anything i wanted to do in the into the singular chest 
and it would fucking filter yes. by item yes. into this big computer. And then not only would it filter out, it would auto stack and create uh, stacks of things. So like combining things to make um, more complex things automatically, forge things automatic. It was a completely fucking mm. automated system. Mm. So I'd just like go out on adventuring, come back. Throw some stuff in, and it'd be like doing it this fucking stupid, stupid, crazy, intricate thing, That's and dope. put it into one of like a million chests that I had labeled for what were in them. Mm-hmm. And so, if I ever needed anything, mm. I just go over and I go, and there it was. And I could yeah, just see, have yeah, I had something similar, but it, it, it wouldn't go through a computer. There would be certain chests that I could dump things in. And then it would automatically arrange those specific things. So I couldn't just mm-hmm. dump it all in one chest and walk away. Yeah. And then I had like dragon chests that, that you had to use. You had to get like fucking yeah. ender eyes and fucking all this other shit. And you had to combine. You had to, you had to basically. Crazy go, shit. You had to go hunting for like two days. Yeah. yeah. To, get, to get enough supplies to make like one chest. Yeah. And yeah. then you needed like one of those chests. Like four or five of them. And then you realize that one of those chests then can be the piece of an even bigger machine. So it was like this nonstop. But that's dope. It's making me want to play Minecraft. I love Minecraft. Minecraft's a good time. You do some crazy shit. It's one of those things that you want to play like once in a while. Like you you don't play for a long time. And you go 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 in and you're like, okay, I I could fuck with some Minecraft for a bit. Yeah. So Subnautica does a good job of, of allowing you to do some building, but doing it really well. Like the building of Subnautica is fucking... Spot on. Nice. Like, there's very... There, the, the nice thing with Subnautica is there's very little so far that I've come across that I've <clears> kind of said out loud, man, I wish I could do this because it's already there. Nice. Um, and the really nice thing is that I really hate about survival games in general uh, because it creates too much of a grind and is not fun. Is like when... And this happens in Minecraft. Like, uh, let's say you build something and you, uh, you fuck up or you want to modify a building later on down the road. When you start breaking stuff apart, mm-hmm. sometimes you just lose that shit altogether. Yep. Or you have to like redo a bunch of shit. Yep. In this, you have the materials it takes to build a building or a piece within a building. You can deconstruct it at any time, and you get the exact materials back. Oh, that's good. So you can just, I want to redo this a little bit because I'm further in the game and I've locked unlocked some more shit and it would make sense to do this. You don't have to sit there losing your mind about, oh, I need to go farm for like the next fucking eight hours mm. to go get this so shit to so, rebuild this. So what's a better experience, Minecraft or Subnautica? It depends on what you're looking for. Yeah. So like... Uh, Does if, Minecraft... I, I would assume Minecraft have, has more playability in terms of Mi- like... Minecraft is by the far... Mods. Minecraft is the most flexible game to have ever been created. Yeah. Like there's actually not another game that that is. It's also it's also an, an absolute nightmare to get it to run if you want to do it. A lot of those you yeah. know extra things, but if you like the core of what survival games are, which is surviving mm-hmm. uh, and being able to do a little base building, you get vehicles and all this kind of stuff. Um, and maybe you want more a little bit not too much but a little bit more to the world that you're in. Like you don't want to just survive for the sake of surviving. Maybe yeah. you want to know why the fuck you're surviving in the first place. Yeah. Subnautica is a great is choice. Is there an end game to it? Um, I want to say yes. Yeah. I haven't got there yet. Okay. Um, but the story probably has an end, and then you can just keep going probably in some in some capacity. Does it get harder to survive, or is it one of those things where it's just like, once you get your base down and you got some food growing, that's pretty much the show, or you just keep building, there's building, a, building? So there's a pretty good progression to it. So when you're first starting out, obviously like every survival game, if... if it's tough, yeah. right? Because your first thing is, I need... Uh, well, they have shelter covered for you because you're in like a 
like a, a, a life pod that came off of the, off of a ship in general that you crashed in. So you have that as your main little one room. You know, it has everything you need to just get by, and that's yeah. the show. But you're looking for things like water and food. Even doing that early on can be a challenge. Uh, but as you as you get further and further away from there, and you keep getting further and further into the game. Um, the game does a really good job of introducing uh, challenges that will keep the difficulty, you know, relatively at, at you know not as bad as the beginning of the game, but still challenging. Like for example, you know, as soon as you get down to a certain depth, just like in the real ocean, shit starts to get a little real. Uh, you know, maybe you start coming across some some uh, fish that aren't so friendly. They're coming for that ass. Yeah. Maybe you need a vehicle to make you, you know, be able to survive down there. Is the world big? Like, are you on you're on Earth? I would imagine, or you're in some. sort You're of... on another planet. Oh, okay. So the, the basic premise is you were on a ship. You crashed. That was moving through. Yeah. Ship crashes for some reason. Um, you're down with a bunch of other people. Um, and you're you're there in your life in your life pod, and now it's. I either have to wait to be rescued or try and get off the planet or both. Okay. And so um, that's the the basic, the core, without spoiling, the core premise of the game. I wonder what happens at the end. I wonder if, like, I wonder if your friends or somebody else comes to pick you guys up and then you have the option to to end the game or you have the option or to, to continue. stay. You know I don't what? Know. I think I'll stay. I don't know yet. Uh, it was free. And a couple I'll weeks. It, it was free a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? It was completely free. Wow. Um, but it's worth the money. Like I would suggest, if you like, if anyone likes a survival game and mm. you don't have a morbid fear of water, yeah, because <laughs> there are a lot of people that are scared shitless. The graphics are great. It's a beautiful game. Mm. The soundtrack is fire as fuck. Even the voice acting is done well, on average yeah. very well. Nice. Um, there's not much to nitpick about it. It was. It was basically Subnautica is. Like the poster child for a game that made it out of early access and actually became a good game worth spending money on. It's rare. Which is like, it's, it's, it's the one. It's rare. <laughs> so, and now that just uh, yesterday they, or the day before they released the early access for the, uh, the standalone kind of expansion, which is like in the Arctic now on like this ice, Ooh. snow, shit, okay. whole new ball game. You yeah, gotta try pretty, that out. Looks pretty far. I'm gonna let that one probably also get out of early access and then and, jump on. and then jump in like I did with with this. Like uh, uh, I think that was a smart move. Hearing hearing what people had to go through yeah, in the early probably, days of Subnautica, rough, yeah. they were like, yeah. But now it's like, holy shit, really good. So I think that's worth the wait. But Subnautica, definitely check it out, 100. Okay. Right. Uh, you'd probably like it, honestly. Yeah, I think I think you'd probably be quite impressed with it. Uh, it's it's definitely and people love watching it. Yeah, uh, and they and they love. As long as you don't get spoiled, there's lots of stuff in that game that people love watching you like reactions to because okay. you just don't you don't see it coming. Okay, so it's good. So yeah, right. I had so I've, I've been having fun with it. I've been having fun with it. So there's your Subnautica pitch uh, for this week. Other than that, yeah, no, that's been that's been about it. Uh, my website is coming along. Dum 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 dum. It's because I'm not working on it. <laughs> Smart. Smart. Uh, Pay someone uh, else to do it. The legend Nikki, who's also been doing your uh, your voiceover site uh, and whatnot, he's just an absolute god. He did the technical alpha site as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, he's thankfully helping me complete legend. this site. Uh, so that's coming along. So I'll, I'll be excited to eventually. I th- I'm hoping in the next two weeks, site will be done, and then I'll have all of the old content that was on the original site up. Uh, and so the site will like soft launch at that point. Nice. And, 
up and running and taking over, you know, the five users. Um, <laughs> so let's hop into some gaming news, Jeff. Sure. There's not a lot this week. Okay. Which is why I ran my mouth about Subnautica for a bit. It's all right. I was interested in Subnautica. You should be. It's a good game. Valve, uh, Valve's year-long, in-the-works, multiplayer API surfaces again. So about a year ago, some, uh, some people had dug up that, that uh, Steam was working on um, having some form of dedicated servers and anti-cheat, you know, their VAC system, their VAC system, yep. um, for games on the Steam platform that weren't just Steam games. Okay. Um, we're not 100% sure yet, apparently, if it's going to be a paid-for thing or if it's going to be part of the fact that you're paying a bit more as a developer to be on Steam gotcha. in terms of a cut, yep. uh, if they're going to really make it available to everyone or if it's going to be an added service for developers to pay for it. Um, but the fact that they're working on something that could bring dedicated servers to more games and anti-cheat to more games... Yes, we'll take that. Thank you. Uh, lots of people have been taking this and running with it saying, oh, well, look at what happened now that Epic came out and made their launcher and Valve is finally... D-. No, the shit's been before yeah, so Fortnite even existed. It's been long, it's been long, uh... Long in the works. Something we heard about a long time ago. Yeah, they had not even, somebody hadn't even come up with the idea of Fortnite at the time. Yeah. And this was already in the works. Yeah. So They might have been rushing out this now. They might be working a little faster. Yes. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But it wasn't, it wasn't just because of... Uh, of the of the epic thing, but uh, yeah, that's a so that's a thing, and I'd be I'd love to see it because most of, there's a lot of games that don't have dedicated servers that suffer yes. dearly for it. Yes, um, and so any any way of getting more dedicated servers in place for games is is always nice because uh, it's just nice to have that experience. So many games are multiplayer now mm-hmm. that if you're going to be a multiplayer, better have some anti cheat. Have a fucking anti cheat and some dedicated servers. So you know, Valve provides that even better. Anthem had uh, a shitty weekend. Did they? They had a rough go. Okay. So their first real major kind of beta-y access thing that they did was last weekend, after the last podcast, and uh, didn't go so hot. A lot of people waiting in uh, waiting in, in loading screens for extraordinarily long periods of time, some never actually getting on to play. Oh. Uh, and uh, lots and lots of server and or connection issues that made it a bit of a shit show from top to bottom. And then for the people that did play it and finally get all the way through it, uh, only about half of them actually thought it was a particularly good experience. Yeah, I've heard uh, from a lot of people that it's a better looking but shittier playing Warframe. That's what I've been hearing from a lot of people. Yikes! Yeah. They're like, it's a better looking but shittier playing Warframe, which I found a little hard to believe. Maybe those were the Warframe fanboys coming in and sticking I up. I mean, there's going to be comparisons to Warframe and Destiny and The Division and all of these looter shooters. Yeah. But um, from what I watched, I could see where the comparison could be drawn between Warframe and, uh, and Anthem. Did you get a chance to see any of it? I watched maybe about five minutes of somebody's random stream. And that was the show. And that was the show because I didn't want to... I don't pay much attention to betas. Yeah. They're usually shit shows, yeah. especially big games like this. Like we can go and say, "Oh, you know, Anthem had a rough weekend." It's like they all have rough weekends. Oh, it's all. When when was the last time a beta went like flawlessly with no issues? Been a hot minute. I, I actually can't remember one. I mean, even the Black Ops beta that came out—that was a fucking server gong show. It's basically they're just stress testing the game and are also trying to get more pre-orders. That's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. A beta test, like you know, it you're. 
you're lucky to get even play anything of quality. So I don't really if they had a bad weekend, I don't really take that to to like, oh, I'm going to buy or not buy the game. No, of course I not. Just, I'm just like, whatever. I just opt to not even try because I know it's a gong show and I'm probably not going to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the game, from what I watched, the game looked pretty. Um, it was definitely a, a good looking game. Yeah. And, but, you know, it, it didn't, it didn't wow me. It wasn't like, I, I didn't see it. Apparently... You know, the story and stuff is supposed to be really good, and, and the production on it is great, but from what I saw, and it was a very short, about five, maybe ten minute window, mm. um, it just it just looked okay. It didn't get me like, I can't fucking wait to get my hands on this game. I never once thought that. I thought, oh, well, <laughs> I'm not playing this beta. Right. I think I think that's probably well. That's what went through my mind. So I watched. I I tried to find the most entertaining person possible because I was like, if I'm going to watch somebody play this, they better at least fucking put on uh, a face for it. So I went to Doc. Okay. Unfortunately, Doc sat in the loading screen for a long time. Wonderful. Uh, but I eventually, you know, he eventually got around to being able to play it, and um, very pretty game. Obviously, it's a looker. I think the gameplay looks like a uh, a fucking snooze fest. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think it looks like a a full blown five alarm snooze fest. Dude, you know what looked better in terms of gameplay than this game is that game that you played, um, that I never played, but you played with the girl, and there was like a lot of jungle and shit, and you just climb on those big fucking things. Oh, Not Hor- Monster Hunter. Horizon Zero Dawn? Yeah. Well, Horizon Zero Dawn isn't even in the same genre. I know, but in terms of, like, gameplay, like, uh, from, like, the fighting and, like... Well, I can tell you definitively that Horizon Zero Dawn is one of the greatest games to be made in the last decade, so it wasn't shocking to me yeah. that, that it would look better than... I remember watching you play that, Anthem. I was like, wow, this actually You looks... should actually play that game, yeah, by the like, way. Yeah, I was like, this game actually looks pretty fucking like, good. Like, if you're looking for a reason to go sit on the chair yeah. and then, like, use your TV for something... Yeah, that's, you've that's got a, the one. You've got a pro, right? A yes. PS4 pro? Yeah, yeah, definitely... Put it in not 4K mode. Put it in the the performance 1080 mode. Yeah, because it still looks fire, and and play one of the best games in the last 10 years. Hmm. Do that. Okay. Anthem does not look like one of the best games in the last 10 years. <laughs> it should. It, it should, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, yeah. It just didn't wow me. It was like you. I was I was hoping that I was going to see this gameplay and go, man. Yeah. I can't wait. to I want to be excited game. about the the combat. Right. It's a looter shooter. Yeah. I don't really give a fuck about the story. If you can somehow get a story in there and make it. You know, it's like Diablo. Yeah, if you, if you can get a story get in there, the story. Okay, I'll take it. That's great. icing on the cake. That's a great icing. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. There's no icing. There's no. It's icing. just cake. It's just. Well, it's not actually. It's the reverse of that. It looks like they're going all oh, icing, it's no just cake. icing, no, no cake. cake. I'd hate. I would hate that. Just in a Tupperware container. No, it's just icing. I don't even like icing. <laughs> I'm a cake guy. I just like cake. It's rough. It didn't, it didn't look all that exciting, uh, especially when I saw a boss, uh, the, like the the quote unquote boss. I don't know if like if it's like a mini like boss or whatever it was. It was an it was just a bullet sponge. There was mm. no there was no, and that's actually one of my biggest gripes with these with these games. Destiny two uh, or not Destiny? Well, yeah, Destiny two, but um, arguably the division's the worst for bullet sponging of all of them. But the, if you're going to do bullet sponging in a game like this, which somehow, which sometimes it's necessary because you can't just expect a boss is going to be taken down three shots when you're playing with four other people and just, yeah, you know, it'd be, no, be no fun. It'd be no fun. Uh, but you better be really certain that the boss is going to be dynamic as fuck. For like the 10 minutes you're filling it full of lead, it better be doing some wild, crazy shit that's keeping you on your toes, mm. has multiple, it, it's like a fucking JRPG. Like most of the bosses have three stages. Yeah. 
Like sometimes it's not in even these my games, final form. yeah, exactly. In these games, sometimes we don't even get th- we don't even get three state. We get like one and a half. Yeah, it's like you get him down to half health. The armor falls off, and he goes, yeah. and then it's the same boss. It's just he's angry. Yeah, like that's pretty that's much. pretty much it. He starts breathing <laughs> fire. Yeah, that's it's like playing against Bowser. One minute he's jumping around, the next, next minute he's breathing. yeah, and still jumping around. Oh baby. <sighs> You know, it just it's, it looks lazy. It looks yeah. lazy. You're going to you know, you're going to make a looter shooter where you where you have to literally put 10 15,000 ammo into this one fucking boss and you're going to make me do the same gameplay loop uh that's like 5 seconds long for 10 to 15 straight minutes? No. No. It's a pass for me. So, we'll see. Uh, a lot of people were annoyed uh, with the connectivity of the stuff though because it's so close to release. It's just like with COD, people were like you if you're going to do this and call it a beta, or like an early, or whatever the fuck, it's a stress test. We all know it's a stress test. Oh, absolutely. The fact that this game comes out in a couple of weeks, it's just a bad look, because the first thing everyone's going to think of is, if this is only a couple of weeks away, and this is the state it's in, it's going to be a gong show. The fuck is it going to be on day one? Gong show. Exactly. It'll be worse. So, because more people are going to try and get on. Yeah. So, you know, that's... Uh, this weekend coming is another one, yep. another opening. We'll see how it goes. And I think this is the do this is the do or die moment. Yeah, they, and this will determine how many people are pre purchasing this game yeah. uh going forward. And Bioware needs to smash this one, bro. Oh I know. Oh I know. Like they need they need they need a Mark McGuire, I'm on the juice oh, home run. Fuck. Hard on the juice. Home run derby, Mark McGuire goes out there, there's veins coming his up. ass. Just literally, yeah, it comes out still, Oh, I forgot to My yeah, bad. Whatever, pushing it a little deeper. He hit the ball with the needle. That's how big it was. Home run. <laughs> Boom. Let's go. That's the kind of home run they need. And I don't I don't know if this is looking like it's going to be that home run. This is look You know what this is looking like? He got hit by the pitcher and it's a walk off. You know what this feels like? And I hope it's not. I hope Anthem is successful. I hope the game's amazing. Mm. I hope it's so good that I want to buy it and play it. Mm. But you know what this smells of? I I think I think this is what's going to happen. Mm. This is going to turn into a Titanfall. Where there's, that would be can EA really manage to do two Titanfalls? Where there's hype, it looks great. Oh. You know, demos come out, people are iffy, but they're not it's still not that bad. It's something Titanfall different. Was such a good game though. I know, but it wasn't it, it was wasn't, released at the worst possible fucking time. I think it's gonna get the tight it just feels like a Titanfall treatment. Who knows? I could be wrong. It just got that feel to it. <sighs> Something's in the air tonight. But we'll I mean, see. I hope it. I hope it does well. And once again, I've seen maybe ten minutes top. So yeah. take my take my opinion with a grain of salt. I didn't plan to play the demo or anything until the game came out. and yeah. I, I was going to play the game. Yeah. Um, but I still might not even play the game. I most certainly am not doing a day one. I, no. I'm over day. Hey, listen, guys. For these type of games, day these, one is is no bueno. It's a bad. It's a bad time. Not only in terms of trying to connect, but also when you're a streamer. And you're not like the top five guys on Twitch. It is it's Waste pretty much a complete wash. It's it somebody else is watching somebody else. Yep. You're sitting at a loading screen while people are asking what's going on. And if you're not in the screen, you're not getting views. Or if you're not in the game, you're not getting views. It's just it's a whole lot of nope. So I'm gonna let it blow over. I'm I don't need to get that needle in my fucking ass right now. I'll wait. I'll wait about a week. Yep. See how the game's doing. Yep. See if there's still people streaming the game. Yep. And and you know try and get more of a conclusive opinion. I'm sure there'll be more reviews, more in depth. I'll be able to watch a little bit of it. Then I can make the decision. Because at the end of the day, whether I play this game or not, it doesn't fucking matter to me. It really doesn't matter to me. There's only one game I'm looking forward to playing: Resident Evil Two. 
Yeah. That's that's the I only think game. I'm going to try and do that this weekend. I'm doing it Sunday. Yeah. Um I'll be doing it uh I'll be doing it possibly on on Saturday, Sunday, Sunday leading up to the Super Bowl cuz I'll be watching that gong show. Oh, I'll be streaming um, F- football. Uh it's the only game. It's it's just another reason to get a couple of dudes over, have some pizza and some beer and some beer and watch and watch one marginally entertaining game of football. Yeah. And then after you were done watching it, go, why in the fuck did I just watch this game of football? For the commercials and halftime show. Pretty much. Who is doing the halftime show? That's a great question. I actually don't know. I have know. no idea. Somebody in chat let me know. I literally have not. You know who needs to do a halftime show? Weird Al. I want a Weird Al Yankovic halftime show. I don't know, bro. You know why I want it? Maybe, maybe. Because maybe no like, matter if it's good or bad, it's going to be a fucking amazing all right, time. Maroon 5, I'm good. Thanks. No thanks. Maroon five? No, nah, I'm not. I'm stop. I'm no, not, I'm not feeling Maroon five. Why? I mean, you know, I don't mind Maroon five. Like uh, I do. To 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 if I but if I just hear like one or two songs of Maroon five, I can of live. their first album. Yeah, of the of their first <laughs> album, I'm okay. A whole halftime show of Maroon five. And listening to Adam Levine's no. nasally ass Fingers voice. Like you. Run around with guys like me. <laughs> the sundown did I come through. Why did he yeah, choose yeah. that to be his singing voice? Oh, he yeah, has a yeah. perfectly normal ass voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, guys like you. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm good. Thanks, though. Um, I think they've peaked at Bruno Mars, and that was the show. Bruno Mars put on a fire show. Oh, dude, I still watch it. It's good. Watched it, was it good. like a few months ago again. I'm like, Jesus Christ. From somebody who. And I and and I was like I wasn't even a huge Bruno Mars fan before that. I'm still not a huge Bruno Mars fan, but the raw talent. You have to respect dancing, the talent. The 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 instrument playing, the whole, the singing. He's a great singer. He's great an dancer, entertainer, man. It's, it's entertainer. like it's it's like if Chris Brown wasn't such an asshole. Well, well Bruno, Bruno Mars is like the closest thing it's to like Michael a, it's Jackson. It's like a young Michael Jackson that we have. That's super talented. The problem is that his music isn't what's popular. He's uh, Bruno Mars is suffering from rap is the most popular thing in the world right now. Mm. If, the, if well, Bruno, he was hot for a while. He was, but yeah. rap has taken over, and not even good rap. No, shit, just shit, shit rap, shit mumble rap. Um, so he's unfortunately he's still great, and millions of people want to like listen to him on a daily basis, but. He's he's suffering from it, but he's the closest thing to Michael Jackson that we've had. Well, you know, I I, I I'm seeing this. I'm seeing this Michael Jackson. I, I've I've rewatched the Michael Jackson Super Bowl. It was good. It was great. Uh, I mean, it was Michael Jackson. It was so. Michael Jackson. Some of that performance was lip was was lip some singing. lip singing. Yeah. Um, it's Michael doing Michael, which is incredible. But I actually have to give just be. I know Michael's an icon, and he's my favorite artist of all time. I even have to pass down the torch to Bruno Mars as the greatest Super Bowl performance from, I mean, and Prince is up there. And what made Prince's performance not too long ago before he died uh, incredible was when he was doing Purple Rain and it was raining. Yeah. And he's out there just fucking, just giving her the business. Yeah. That was pretty iconic. And of that's amazing. But in terms of from start to finish, this Bruno Mars shit, fire. Fire. Oh, smashed it. Fire, fire, fire. And now they get Maroon 5? Nah. No. I'm good. I'm Hard. not even gonna watch I'm not even gonna watch the Super Bowl because I don't I actually don't give a fuck now. <laughs> uh you know, the halftime show is what brings me in. It's like, okay, Justin Timberlake's doing it, I'll check it out. 
Bruno Mars doing okay. I'll check it out. You tell me Maroon 5 is doing it? Beyonce did a good job. Oh, Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce because was great, too. Because every performance Beyonce yeah. does is like a 25 yeah, out of I mean, 10. she's queen. She's queen B. She's going to do a good job. But You know uh, what my hottest of hot takes is in the, for this conversation right now? And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get probably crucified for saying this. You know, I, I, and this is my honest to God opinion, okay? And this isn't because I haven't listened or tried. And I have a pretty broad range of music in which I greatly enjoy. Prince is one of the most overrated artists of all time. Mm. And I don't mean a little bit. I mean painfully. Ooh. One of the most overrated artists of all time. Oof. He is an above average guitar player Ooh. with a voice that could fucking shatter glass for no good reason. And he did some pretty good songs with some great guitar licks. And that was about the show. Then he fucked a lot of women. Carmen Electra got it. And great job putting up with his bullshit because he was a goddamn diva. Mm. Um, overrated. Overrated as fuck. And, and one of the most difficult artists to work with of any artist who have ever fucking lived. He had his head so far up his tiny four foot two ass mm. for lack of seeing. Overrated as fuck, but above average guitar player. Like good. Okay. Not he's 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 just good. Okay. He's not he's not he's not like. I mean I I I don't I don't put him on the same level as say a Michael Jackson or, uh, you know what other iconic singers there are, um, like a Stevie Wonder or somebody like that. I get what you're saying for sure. I think a lot of it what it what it is too is I think Prince has always been sort of the. He's always been sort of the non-commercial, uh, respected artist um, that has real talent that never compromised himself as an artist. He never, he never uh, went that full-blown commercial bullshit route or uh, was a slave to the, to the machine. He just did his own thing, and I think there's a lot of people that respected him for doing that. Um, and then on top of that, his music was refreshing in the fact that he stayed true to who he was as an artist. And so people really jived with that. It's almost kind of like, um, you know, what's his face? Everything is gonna be all right. Baby, don't worry about a thing. What's his face? You know, Bob Marley, Bob Marley. (laughs) It's kind of like Bob Marley. Who the fuck actually thinks? I mean, there are people that Bob Marley is Bob Marley. Some, Bob Marley made made good music that was topical at the time. Yes, Prince wrote some really fucking acid trippy love shit that bordered on the creepy. I, I, I yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I honestly put Prince. Sort of in the Bob Marley category. I think to the people that love Bob Marley, absolutely love Bob Marley. I think the people that love Prince, love Prince. They both stood to their music. They both made their own thing. Uh, and that's the way That's the way I look at it. Was Am I a massive Prince fan? No. Have I ever bought a Prince album? No. Uh, but I do appreciate a live Prince performance. I, I do appreciate there's several of his songs that I absolutely love. And... Yeah, I I I'm I get what you're saying, but I think it's just more of I do I think he's overrated? No, I don't. I think I think he's cherished 
and 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 not worshipped, but I think he's cherished. There are a lot of people that say he is one of, if not in the top five greatest guitarists of all time. Well, that how I'd... much Purple Rain are you smoking to say that that man is up there with the likes of like fucking Jeff Beck, mm. Jimmy Page, Jimi Hendrix mm. for quite like BB King. Yeah, I think Eric what, Clapton. I think what it is. I think what it is is Prince. Prince never, uh, and I, and and maybe maybe I'm off topic here a little bit, but I don't think Prince had a world impact like say a Michael Jackson did, or even a Bob Marley did, um, because those guys were more. There was like a lot of humanitarian things that were going on. Uh, there was a movement. Yeah, Bob, it was, Bob Marley. Bob Marley was like the the Jamaican. Um, uh, he's like a fucking Bob uh, Dylan. Yes, exactly. So Bob Dylan wasn't singing; he was just speaking yes. as if somebody was trying to strangulate him. So, but Prince, I I don't think Prince was ever uh, ever had that level of impact in terms of uh, what his music brought to the world, um, and so. You know, I I I see what you're saying. I'm not yeah. gonna. I know it's a hot take, but it you know, is a hot take. I, I I get I get what you're saying. Do I think he's over? Do I think Prince is overrated? I don't because I think because I also don't think Prince is is as worshipped. I think Prince, I think Prince gets his hype or his respect from people in the music business and then hardcore Prince fans. I think everyday people probably are in the same category as you. I think most people are just like, yeah, you know. I really like Purple Rain, and then I, I can appreciate that he put on a good show. Yeah, for sure. He's just there are lots of artists that can put on a good show, but they're but they're just okay, mm. right? Mm. Like there's there's like Steve Vai as a guitarist is a pretty great guitarist, and he had one of the greatest teachers of all time. But at the end of the day, it's Steve Vai with long hair on a stage with a fan blowing in his face with a little flavor saver. Let's go. And it looks, it looks, it, only Steve I could do it because everyone else would look like a douche. And even he looks a bit of douche doing it. But, you know. On the real, I'd rather see Weird Al than uh, Maroon 5. <laughs> if I'm just being, if I'm being straight with you. Me too. I, I, I don't think, I don't think Weird, I don't think Weird Al could do a full set. But it'd be nice to get a, a, a chunk of Weird Al. What if it was Weird Al doing Prince? If it was Weird Al doing all of his Weird Al songs, yes. and he actually, the whole stage changed for each fucking thing. That would be fire. I'd fucks with that. Yeah. I'd fucks with that. And That's I'd, what I'm and saying. I'd, and I'd have a good time with it. I don't want to just see Weird Al go out there and just do whatever, but, you know, what I, if you... Yeah, I'd... I'd what, if he, what if it was like he started with I'm Fat because he had the big ass suit on, and then he just kind of like stripped off suits one after the other? You know what I low... <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I low key would want to see? Just not only not only for the mayhem that would ensue, but I know <laughs> that it would just be prolific. Kanye West oh, doing a halftime show uh, for the suit. Doing his Kanye just, best. Come on. You got to say that not only would generate insane amount of buzz. But That's just you because know, he's batshit. Yeah, but you know he would do some fucking crazy shit. Yes. Man. I'd watch the fuck out of Kanye I'd watch the fucking of Kanye like have his visionary. I'd fucking... watch it to see him have a burnout right on yes. stage, and it'd be an, it'd he'd be amazing. Mid, mid middle of the fucking set, and he'd stop and stop to start talking about fucking children in Africa. My 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 day right now, if I if I could just plan out just a day I would love, and Lord knows I need a day I love. Mm. 
Kanye West on Joe Rogan mm, right no, into the Super coming. Bowl halftime show. That's coming. Oh, dude. I know it's coming. <laughs> but I want to see the I want to see Kanye on Rogan and then walk right out. Are you ready into for, the Super Bowl? Are you ready for Kanye West on Joe Rogan? Oh, my body is my body's ready for the five hour podcast, and my body's ready to hear. Joe's going to say three words. Yes. But, Hi, I'm Joe Rogan, and then Kanye's going to yeah, come in. But what's nice is Joe Rogan lets people talk, well, that's and, four Joe words, Rogan, and Joe Rogan will ask him shit that not a lot of people <laughs> will ask him. Right. First thing Joe's going to say is like, you know. Uh, or, or you know, do you want? Uh, they'll be smoking some weed. They'll, you know, it's gonna be some weed. It's gonna be amazing. Oh my god! So yeah, Let's that go. was uh, that. Yeah, the, I don't know how we managed to get all the way down that rabbit Fuck hole, it, but there we are. We're there. Um, room five. <laughs> room five. No. <laughs> Fuck. You know what? You know what? Down. He's yeah, gotten yeah. worse over the years with it too, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's oh, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. So it reminds me of Christina Aguilera who occasionally Ooh. had like the and then now that's all she does. It's like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It's her trills. Dude. She does like it's a four and a half minute song yeah. and two and a half minutes are just her doing yeah. vo- vocal trills. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, Jesus Christ, she's got a, She's got a residency coming to a Planet Hollywood in uh, Vegas. Oh my God, really? Yeah, yeah, so now yeah. I can see that in concert yes. live. Oh shit! Yeah, that's that's basically all she does now. <laughs> it's Adam Levine's fucking tip. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of Resident Evil too, <laughs> uh, it sold three million copies in the first week. That's a lot of that's a lot of Resident Evil Two. That's a lot of that's Resident, Resident Evil, Evil Two. About to sell another one here soon. Yes. Uh, if if this was, I think I had a tweet that was like, you know, if if there was ever a um, if there was ever a, a sign that Capcom and some other developers needed that games being made the way that they used to be made can, if they're done well and not this rushed out fucking bullshit. Software as a service, cock biting, stupid shit. It'll sell, mm-hmm. and it'll sell a lot. Like it's selling a lot, obviously, because it's Resident Evil Two. Full stop. It helps that it's fucking well done. Yep. Like there's barely anything that people are even nitpicking, and you and you know that that's a dangerous move because Resident Evil Two is one of the most cherished games in the entire franchise. Even I mean, possibly the most. It's right there. I got it for the uh, N64, N64 boxed, and yeah. I got it on the PlayStation 1. Um, between that and 3, probably mm. the first three Resident Evils, in mm. my mind, mm. are the Resident Evils. Everything that came after <clears throat> that, sorry, Resident Evil 4 fans, fuck them. Mm. Um, I know that this game, they they aired closer to, they, they basically took the Resident Evil 4 combat, stuck it into Resident Evil 2, and use that as a base. And I'm comfortable with that because that's what people kind of expect now to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about my ideas of Resident Evil in the past a couple of episodes ago, but it says a lot that this game has sold 3 million copies in 7 days. Yes. And it's a remake of a game. I just I just wish Listen, I'm going to play it and I'm probably going to love it because I haven't played Resident Evil 2 in forever. So, I'm going to remember key parts. But I really don't remember the puzzles. I don't remember any of that stuff. What I wish, though, is I wish Resident Evil would just continue to make games 
and not remake games. I'm tired. I'm tired. Like, and it's not just. Absolutely. It's not just them. Absolutely, I agree. I'm over. I'm, I shouldn't say I'm in, over it, but I, remakes I'm, in general, I, I can really pass on the remakes. Yeah. It. It. It shouldn't. They. They're using this as a crutch. They're sure. using old games that people love. It, it's. It's like a new Terminator franchise coming out using the Terminator name in hopes that you nostalgia can get, sells. Exactly. Sex and sells, that, and so does nostalgia. And that's cool. Yeah. But it would be really nice for them to make a new Resident Evil. At the same level and caliber, and they did in, in, in seven. I really loved seven. Yeah. yeah. Um, Resident Evil Two is probably going to be even better than what I, what I've played in seven in terms of quality. I think it because will be. yeah. what they're doing is they're they're taking these beloved games and they're they're doing it with care and they're they're souping it up and they're making it cooler, uh, which is awesome. And I'm not complaining, but it'd be so nice if they just said, "Guys, we're going to make a new Resident Evil." Um, and it's, it's going to be, it's going to blow your mind. It's going to have the things you loved about Resident Evil 2 and the things you loved about Resident Evil 4, but we're, we're, you know, we're starting a new story with new characters and so on and so forth. And, and then just come up with a great game instead of giving us, you know what? I think you're going to get that Nate. I hope. I think, I think, I think that what we're seeing now is that this, how Resident Evil 2 has sold. And not just how it's sold, because it could have sold and it could have been a bad game, because nostalgia will sell even a bad game. But it's being critically received well, and it's being received well by players as, uh, at the same time. So it's not skewed to either direction, which tells you it's actually a good fucking video game, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we're going to see Resident Evil 8 heir to this style of Resident Evil play. Because it sold so well. I agree with you that we're getting way too many remakes, but what I'm waiting for is for the light switch to turn on in, in the developer's head that goes, okay, this this can't just be selling for nostalgia. People obviously like this kind of gameplay, this style of gameplay, this delivery of story, whatever the mechanisms that are in place there. Even if they're a little old, they work. They work for good reason. They're not convoluted. They're not yeah. fucking drawn out bullshit. Yeah. You, like, games sometimes don't have to be this... You know, multi-layered, super in you know in-depth, yeah. crazy, fucking over the top, a thousand and one mechanics with endless customization and shit. You just don't need that you all just the time. Need a good game. You just need to make a good fucking video game. That's it. And so when you get a, a situation like this where they do remake an old game, and because they're remaking an old game, they have to rely on making using older systems of mechanics and uh, you know. Uh, narrative delivery and and etc etc that should give them an idea that we can we this should give us the green light to mm-hmm. go ahead and make a new game yep. with new characters yep. and a new a new environment uh and, and a new story yeah and use this gameplay yeah. and this kind of like and take this and put this much polish like you're saying like take the care with a new game like you are taking the care with this old remake yeah and make something good that's current. That's my hope with this, especially with Resident Evil, because I felt like for the longest time, and even if if Seven is a good, I haven't played Seven, so I you can't should. say for certain. You should play it. But I felt for a long time that Resident Evil Four, kind of like Final Fantasy X, was like the genesis of Resident Evil losing its identity mm-hmm. as a game. Yeah, from like how the game plays. Um. And it just kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Five and six. God. Fuck. No. Stop. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. 
And then seven. Horrible. And then seven. Good. Good. Split it with the VR a bit there. Uh, they experimented because VR was the hype at yep. the time. I enjoyed it. I could live without it yeah, if you, you give me you Resident play, Evil you can play Two it without it. As Resident, yeah, I know, but 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 the the game suffers a bit because you have to build it for both experiences, right? Yeah. But if you just build for one experience, it's always going to be better than if you try and yes. split yourself up. So give me Resident Evil Eight with the lessons we're learning with this Resident Evil Two remake. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to have the franchise could get you know that new breath of life. Mm, bring it to me back in. I'm ready. Which I think the, the franchise sorely, sorely needs. It needs it. Um, you know it needs it when it's remaking two. Two. Right? And you're going to get a three. Just brace for that. Three is going to, because this sold so sure. well, you're going to get Nemesis. Yeah, probably. It's going to happen. Yeah, I'll take I'm it. I'm mad about I'll it. If they, it. If they do it as well as they did two. I've only beaten Nemesis once, so yeah. you know, I'm down I'm to down. play it again. I'm down. So, there you go. Um, doing very well. Three million. That's, they could stop there. Yeah, and just call it. Like, and it, it would be okay. Yep. That that's good. We've sold three million copies. Not very many games get to do that these days. No, um, especially remakes. Exactly. So there you go. Metro Exodus. We talked about Metro um, going all in on that uh, exclusive with uh, the Epic Games launcher mm-hmm. in the last podcast, and it uh, it's we're starting to see the the reaction. To it in the last week, start to crop up. People are doing their classic. Um, I'm a neckbeard fuckboy, and I'm going to go to Steam and review bomb the old uh, Metro games because that totally gets them. Uh, and they're talking about boycotting the game. I mean, it's ironic that the game is called Metro Exodus because it's a bit of a it's a bit of an on the nose title for for kind of uh, the the leaving the Steam platform for somewhere else. But here's <laughs> Here's here's the deal. Here's my take on this shit. If you're somebody who's really fucking worked up about this, a couple things. One, it's a timed exclusive. So it's for a year, and then it goes back on Steam. Two, any pre-order that was done on Steam is being honored. You're still going to get the goddamn game on Steam if you've already paid for it on Steam. There you go. The dev is getting, obviously, money for doing this, which is good. You should like this because you like their video games. If you're really complaining about the fact that you've got to download a 20 megabyte fucking launcher to play a game that's going to probably be 80 gigs to have another little login screen to play a game for like 40 to 80 goddamn hours Mm. fuck yourself Mm. fuck yourself Mm. if you're going to boycott a game for that shit when the developer is getting a little bit more cut you should want that. How mm. how much are we going to talk about the industry from the inside fucking the developers and fucking the individual employees at these developer companies? But it's an inconvenience, Adam. Uh... And then when the time comes where you could be like, yes, they're getting more money for putting all this time to make this game that I'm going to enjoy, but my fucking $6 million computer that I you know, brag about PC master fucking race and put my e-dick on the table every week on the forums, I can't handle this single more launcher. Mm. I've got to fucking review bomb the Metro series on Steam. They're going down. And I'm not going to buy their game at all, and I'm going to bitch about it everywhere. Fuck off. I don't mm. want to hear it. You're mm. an idiot. Yeah. If, any, if anyone like tells me that they're actually upset with this, 
fucking get your priorities in line here. Mm. What is really hurt? What is really like, like for all the benefits, the upsides that we're, that we get from this happening, mm-hmm. you have to install a launcher. Well, fuck. Well, fuck me. What happens when more and more games are on this and then steam has to do some shit to catch up? You have to bag your own groceries. Fuck, fuck man. You got to do one of those self-checkouts. Oh, God. man. But, the, you know, the machine always fucks up, and it always says take it off the, the fucking scanner, but so it's annoying. already off of it. It's just... Then you get to talk to the fucking person no watching over that. that. Yeah, no one It's likes always to. awkward, because then they come in, and then they don't have access, so they have to call the floor manager with so the card to come over. So annoying. It's just so much... Fuck. These big companies these days, Adam, they're cutting so many corners. They just don't want to hire people, and they're getting computers to do all the work. And I... Literally go in there, spend my money, and then I have to check out and bag my own items. Can you believe that shit? Epic is not anti-consumer. I'm going to go call Seeing Bread, go fuck yourself. Mm. You just got to call out to the five people listening to this podcast. Go mm. fuck yourself. Oh, It's not a- anti-consumer in the slightest. Everyone that pre-ordered it on Steam is already getting it. And it's only a timed exclusive for a single fucking year. If you want it, it's not that it's not available to you. In fact, you don't have to pay any more money than you would normally. Mm. You literally have to... Th- you're talking about anti-consumerism in that there's a Tim Hortons right next to a Starbucks and you've got to choose which one you're going to go to, but you want a Tim Hortons coffee, but you can't get it at Starbucks. <laughs> you go to Tim Hortons. That's anti-consumer from Starbucks! Doesn't everybody I have want my double-double from Tim Hortons, but I want some fucking high school woman to write my name wrong on the cup Because I want the Starbucks experience. Mm. I like their cinnamon rolls. $10 is perfectly acceptable for a cinnamon roll. Fuck off. It's not anti-consumer. You spend five seconds installing the launcher and 40 hours playing the game. Mm. Or you wait and install it in a year's time. Mm. On Steam, if it's that fucking important to you that it has to absolutely well, be think on about, Steam. Well, think about this. So if the Epic Launcher is anti-consumer, what, is, what does that make Steam? Steam, if, Steam, if, is, if Steam, Steam is a monopoly is also, like it is right now, Steam basically. Is, Steam is the, the monopoly. It is anti-consumer. It is the actual, anti, it's quite it's literally. It's also anti-developer. It's anti-developer. <laughs> So if you think if you think Epic is doing it, Steam has been doing this forever. Literally forever. So much so that you know you you've got you've got like an EA launcher trying to, you know, get their own shit on the but side. That's only EA that's games. Only, EA or games. only Ubisoft games. This is Epic bringing on more than just Epic games. <laughs> this is literally the first thing that resembles a Steam competitor. That has any hope. Yeah. And we need it. Yeah. It's good. It really is good for competition. The developers need it, and consumers always win when there's more competition. If you haven't got that into your thick skull, you're either fucking 15 years old or dropped on your head stupid. This is two options. When has there ever been a single fucking entity to exist in a market that that's ever been good for anyone? Never. Except for the CEO of said company. Yes. Never. Never. Yeah. No, I get it. And I get I get how it's annoying how you have to go and download something uh, that you that you normally don't have, but it's it's gonna take you literally thirty seconds, and it's done, and it's done, and it's done. So I I, I I'm I have to side with Adam on this one. It this this does this does more good I think for gaming 
in general, then then it does bad. I, I think the trade off of annoying a percentage of people that have it that already don't have the like there are so many people that already fucking run epic shit. Like there, I mean, it is it, it's huge. But for the for the the small portion, yeah, it's a bit of an inconvenience. You'll survive. I want the console wars. I don't know if Zass was being sarcastic or not here. I want the console wars. Mm. You know why? We get a lot of good shit out of the console wars. Mm. Having Sony and Microsoft be pretty even-footed and buttheads for decades was good. Mm. If we have that on the PC marketplace, that's good. You're going to get more features. Mm-hmm. Devs are going to get more money. It's literally a win for everyone. The only downside is your fat, lazy fucking ass. Your neck beard, milky white, pimply ass bitch can't fucking install a 20 megabyte launcher to install a couple of games that aren't on the one platform that your computer automatically turns on with the system. You boot it up and it's on. You don't even have to look like you're, who here remembers their Steam login information? Nobody. Well, my because sh- if you log in once, dude, my shit gets unlogged. I have to you're go. Fucked. I have to. I'm like, what is my ID? You have to redo your. You have to like fucking. What the like, fuck is my actual ID? You name? don't know. Yes, I'm fucked because it automatically logs yourself in. I've been. There. You literally don't do shit. I've been there a few times. You log in once, I've been, I've been there. and then nine months later, you go fuck. I got logged out accidentally, and now I got to go back through the I process all computer, over again. Fuck. I wiped my windows. Shit. <laughs> Fuck. Friggin' painful. Jesus. Stop the madness. There's so many things in gaming that you could choose to be angry about. This is one that you should just flat it's, out it's, fucking not be angry all about. All it is, dude, it's just entitlement. It is just... That's beyond entitlement. It's, it's entitlement. That's some first world entitlement. People don't like change. Fuck, man. And that's just the way it is. Right? Oh, my God. God. And also, Stop. some people don't like Fortnite. Some people just don't Stop. like Fortnite and anything attached to it. Stop. Some, like, it just really bothers me that so many of these people are the same people that when a developer is getting fucked by a publisher, it's let's come to the developer's rescue. Mm. It's, you know, all hands on deck. Oh my God, the devs at Red Dead, you know, making Red Dead Redemption 2, working 7,000 hours in a single day. Literally, catheters hooked up and shitting in buckets at the back of their chairs. Oh. Slave labor. Huh. Unacceptable! Unacceptable. But the moment that they, they get paid, a developer gets paid extra money as a bigger cut to go to a different platform for a single year, which is more money in their pockets to help them pay their employees and make more and better games in the future. Oh, well, now. Now! Mm. We've gone too far. It's almost like an exclusive on a console. That eventually goes to the other console. Fucking. Except that you don't actually. Except that, you know, if you say, for example, if Halo is an exclusive on Xbox, it's not anti-consumer because it's not on PlayStation. No. And it's even and it's even more of an extreme when you when you're saying it's anti-consumer when you can just go and get a free download that's 20 megabytes to download this game. And that's the show. You don't have to go and spend four hundred dollars on a console. You don't have to go out and go out of your way just to enjoy a game. You literally just have to download the launcher, and it's yours. This isn't even about exclusivity. Oh, because, I know. Because uh, you okay. Here's the difference between exclusivity. I, I know. Com- I know. But I'm saying. Yeah. No. 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 You I'm know saying, what I'm saying. But you check. can make. Yeah. But you can make the. You can make the thing. We're going. Oh well. They're. They're. You know. Uh, Xbox is paying off. Yes, Bungie absolutely. Yes. To have their title on there. Yes. And that. And that's the show. Yes. It's like Netflix going. Yes. Hey. Uh, I'm buying 
Marvel stuff. Yes. So nobody, no other thing can use it. Yes. But everybody's fine with that because everybody uses Netflix yes. to begin with. But the moment a competitor comes out, like now the Disney Network, oh. it's anti-consumer. Yep. Because it's not on the platform I already use. And the thing is, it doesn't cost you any money. It's free. Well, this doesn't. Yeah, this, this doesn't. Disney's thing does. The Disney thing does. Yes. Which is why I was always upset with it because I'm paying for like I'm paying yes. for all those platforms. I'm paying yeah, for an Xbox to play. This, this is, is free. Free ninety nine. Free ninety nine. Free ninety nine. Costco samples free. Come get your little fucking cocktail weenies. For free, free, free. They're on sale. Free, free. Free. Literally free. Yes. If you had to pay to be on Steam and pay to be on the Epic Launcher. Now you have an a, argument, it's a, motherfucker. It's a different discussion. Because, now it is exclusivity because yeah. now you have to pay to play. Well, and not only that, developers also have to really take into consideration that, okay, uh, the vast majority of the people downloading our game are already paid members on Steam. Now we're asking them to go out of their way to buy another product just to have access to our game. But that's not the case. No! It's a free, it's a free download. It's still free. It's a free download. It's not even a big one. It's not a 40 gig download. Oh it's not a 20 gig or 10 gig download, bro. Just stop. Stop. It's, it's the madness. It's small. Come on, bro. <laughs> Just get your shit together. Oh, fuck. Um, I mean, it's bad enough that apparently the, uh, the creator of the series came out and said, I believe this is going to kill the franchise. If this kills the franchise, I'm fucking, I'm done. Was Metro was Metroid uh, or Metro yeah. twenty thirty three or whatever? Yeah, it's not really that big of a franchise to begin with. They're, it no, had its, it had its, its moment. Cult, it's a cult game. Yeah, right? and now yeah. you know it, it's it's not like they're on some sort of. They, it, it, it's this is if a game is if a game is going to experiment and do this, uh, and this could backfire. I mean, it could very well backfire. We this is the first the setting a president here. It's the first time we've seen it. Uh, we'll see what happens. But at the end of the day, this isn't like uh, Red Dead Redemption going on an epic launcher or or something of that magnitude. This this is this is Metro. This is no. You're not getting pay gated to the tune of five hundred dollars to a different console. No, you're getting pay gated twenty megabytes in five minutes of your time. That's the show. Fucking fuck off, Nintendo. They're on that mobile game dream, as we've already knew that they, they as they announced that they were getting into that. And we had that, what was it, Mario Run or whatever that made big money. Mm-hmm. Shocking surprise there. It's a mm-hmm. good game. We all knew that they were going to be good mobile games. It's just that people, you know, don't want to necessarily think about the fact that Nintendo is putting out games on mobile. Uh, but the fact is, as we've always talked about, a lot of money to be made. Yep. In mobile, uh, they have a Mario Kart game. Got delayed until the summer of this year, but it's coming. Uh, to mobile, and also, as announced today, a Dr. Mario is coming out for mobile, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. If there was going to be a game on mobile... I think Dr. Mario is probably it. That's a very good choice. Yeah. It probably makes more sense than any other Mario game that you could put yep. on mobile. Yep. So, there you go. You can look forward to that. If you're a mobile gamer... Have fun. You know, if they're, if you're going to buy <laughs> mobile games, I feel like the Nintendo games are probably not your uh, biggest you know, waste of money. No. Because they're probably going to be good. And they're... It translates well to mobile too. Exactly. You know, they're not super graphically intensive. It just it feels like you could play those games on a small screen yep. and not lose any any type of value in your gameplay. It doesn't take away from shit. Whether you're playing it on a phone monitor or on a sixty inch TV screen, your experience for most of those types of titles 
uh, or is going to be the same. Yeah. Uh, I, I miss, miss wrote it again. GameStop. I wrote down GameSpot. That's hilarious. GameStop uh, has given up officially on trying to sell itself. Nobody wants it. It's like that. It's like that hooker on the side of the road's been trying all night. Nobody's biting. Now she's sucking dick for free. Doesn't matter how cheap it gets. Yeah, that's just just nothing. So they gave up. Uh, there was that uh, that uh, that bidder that was in on it that even upped its own bid, uh, and I guess that fell through or they pulled uh, out of that whole idea, and so they gave up. Mm. Uh, so GameStop is, <laughs> it's not looking good. Yeah. Uh, GameStop could, I mean, it's, it's weathered some storms over the last few years for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's going to weather this one. Yeah. Uh, it's really looking like it could be the, uh, the it's last the blockbuster. Hurrah. It's the blockbuster of, of video, video games. games. And, yeah. and it's, and that's to be expected because look at the, look at the time in gaming we're in right now. Everything is online. Everything is on. You, nobody wants to go to the stores anymore and buy games. I mean, a few people do. Of course, there there is nothing like owning a physical copy of a game. I, I even when I want to go and buy a PS4 game, I'll go to EB. Yeah, exactly. And I'll buy it just yeah. just to just. It's nice to have just to have it. You know, unwrap it, open it up, feel like you're getting a little bit more for your money. But at the same time, so many free to play games. People are just playing free to play. Nobody wants to get. Well, you're also just downloading their games yeah, from home now. Nobody nobody wants to go into EB or GameStop or whatever and get 33 cents for their fucking trade in. It, no. You know, it's just like, dude, I'll sell this on fucking Facebook Marketplace. I'll sell it like nobody. Nobody is going. You go into one of those stores and for like a brand new spanking, like brand new game, they'll give you like 20 bucks when you just spent 90 on it. And you're just like or or they'll give you like $40 in store trade in, uh, you know, and then they'll try and upsell you on $3 protection for your disc. It's like, dude, this is 2019, man. This is this model is old. Um, I'd rather just sell my own games on Kijiji, Craigslist, Facebook groups, literally anywhere, anywhere, flea market, yard sale. I'd rather, yes, I'd rather use it as my fucking Tim Hortons fucking coaster coaster than give it to you for 48 cents. It's just not happening. So (laughs) here's, it's coming in hot and fresh. Mm. Community member Xeek hitting me up on discord with this because GameStop Mm. related. GameStop Germany is offering Fallout 76 for free when you buy a used PS4 controller. You can't you can't give Can away. Can you get lower than that? Is there is there lower for a video game than to be given away for free with a used controller? Like is there actually I'm gonna, you, I'm, gonna be per, I'm gonna be perfectly honest. If I played a day of Bashi and I smashed my PS4 controller, assuming I was playing on the PS4, and I went into this place and I went and said, Hey, I need a new PS4 controller. And they're like, yes, sir. Oh, guess what? It's your lucky day. You're getting a free copy of uh, Fallout 70. Hold, hold, hold that. Keep it. <laughs> Just give me the controller. And I'm the fuck out. It is that hooker sucking dick on the side of the road. Can't for, even give it away. For fucking $10 for a sucking fuck. Nothing. And and you go and you see her and she's got warts all over her face. And she just looks, she just looks haggard. She, lo- she, looks, she like looks like she like was walking- in a nuclear fallout. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she looks like she's been in Fallout 76 for too long in that same shitty engine from fucking 30 years ago, and you're just not sticking your dick in sick. It's just not happening. So, no. Keep your shit. I'm out. Fallout 76. No. You can't give it to me for free, bro. 
You can't give it to me for free. I don't want it. I don't want it. No, thank you. That dude, that game is such. It's it's in even it's in even more shit right now. Oh, so, fuck that game's dead, bro. That game's done. Dunsky. Bro, bro the, a, the, cla ogre. the class action lawsuits in California are actually kicking up this week. Yeah. So that's actually started. Uh, it's ogre. So that's the thing. Uh, and then uh, to, to top it all off, uh, they released a patch uh, in this last week that broke a bunch of shit. Yeah, fuck them. And now they're going to patch a patch. Yeah, fuck. Um, no. It's bad. Godspeed, GameStop. It's been a fun ride. <laughs> been a fun ride i remember those days when i used to go to you eb back, games eb games electronics boutique back when i was 15 years old i used to enjoy going to eb not anymore the patch was an older version of the game oh my dude can i just reiterate that okay here's my, here's my here i said this on the stream my stream the other day here's my here's how here's my thoughts on how bethesda plays out starfield or whatever the fuck that space game thing comes out elder scrolls 6 comes out God Howard retires, Bethesda folds. Yep. That's how this is going to play out. Yep. They're both on the same engine. They're still, they're still going to have the same bugs. Yes. They're still going to look It's the same probably game, shitty. different chipset. That's the show. And it's going to fold. Yes. They're going to they're collapse. God Howard's getting out with his money, and the company's gone, and one of the greatest franchises of all time will have been lit on fire and pissed on its ashes. Yes. For no reason at all, but we don't want to change the goddamn engine because we are the goods at using it. You want to know, back to GameSpot for a GameStop for a second. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've uh, GameStop is pretty much EB, right? Well, they're, they own EB. They Unfortunately, own e that was yeah. bad for us because the EB Games was a Canadian. Yes. And it was good. Yeah. And then Game, you know, GameStop bought them and it became not good you know what i think a lot you know what i think a big problem is with these boutiques other than the fact that it's 2019 and people are just downloading shit like we have the technology i mean that a, is the bit biggest of a hurdle that's the biggest thing it's, yeah. it's kind of like the netflix thing with blockbuster it's like dude we can just watch our movies online not exactly. have to go deal with late fees fucking do it i don't have like, to have don't have to tell somebody no i don't want to spend three dollars to exactly. insure my game exactly I think I think what the other the reason why probably they are just going to fail outside of that is because going to GameSpot or or Game GameStop or whatever the fuck I now I'm calling it GameSpot going to GameStop or EB Games when I was younger and this has nothing to do with age because trust me I have a good time going to places it's the fact that there's nothing left to going there you go there it's no longer the exciting time where you're reading the back of you know, of, of game guides. Yeah. You're testing out games that they have on display. You're looking at the backs of games. You're seeing what's coming out next. You already know all these things. You don't care about the same two trailers they're playing on the TV screen over and over and over again. You know, you're you're not interested in waiting in these lineups. You know, kids just fucking running around and shit. It's just you have no reason to be there other than to pick up your game. Before, I used to go to the mall. The first place I would migrate to would be the GameStop and or the EB games. Yeah. And it would just be fun to go in there and burn a half hour, 45 minutes, almost like window shopping. You're just there. You're checking out all the cool shit where we live in a time now where we already know what's coming out. We already have our favorite games pre-ordered. We don't we don't want to be around these fucking crowds of people if there's no reason to be around these crowds of people. We know we can just download it at home. You know, we, we just it, that magic is gone. And so there's no reason to go there other than to pick up your game. 
And I think that's a, a big reason why also they're they're fucked uh, is because the, all those redeeming qualities are gone. It's like it's like it's like having a it's like having a girlfriend that, you know, she she never she she never looked great, but she was but okay. but she was always a good person and you and you loved her for for what for what mattered on the inside. You're that guy. You're like, you know what? Okay. You don't look so hot, but you know what? You make me feel good and, and But now she's just an asshole. Now she's a bitch. <laughs> and she doesn't look good. So you literally do nothing for me now. You know, I not only can't stand you, but I can't stand to look at you as well. So why wow. why are we here? Why are we doing this? That's what that is right now. There's Fair nothing ball. left. It's over. It's fair ball. Yes. I feel like that's more of a uh, an analogy for guys than uh than girls. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, what kind of girl wants to be with an ugly dude? And goes, and goes and, both ways. And and uh him now being an asshole on top of it. Exactly. Just a dick. He cheats on you. Yep. He's an asshole. Yep. He doesn't fucking listen. He doesn't care about you. You know, he's there when he wants to be. No chick wants that. No. You know? If if the dude doesn't look so hot, but he's a fucking awesome guy and he takes care of you and he's supportive. Now and he, we're and now we're talking. Now we're talking. Now okay, we're talking. You know what? I, I I can I can I can deal with the fact he's a four out of ten. I can deal with that. Yeah. But I'm not fucking with a four out of ten. That's also a zero out of ten in terms of making <laughs> me feel good. Fuck all that noise. It's That's, a big loss. The whole and he's got a small dick. It's no all the way through. Yep. That's GameStop. Mr. Max was black. Yeah. Hit me up with the sound of your first day in sex ed class. You got any magnums? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You watched the show? Uh, I did. What'd you think? Fire. I liked it too. The ending sucked balls though. The ending was blue balls central. Ironically, mm-hmm. the ending of that gave me the biggest set of blue balls. I don't want to say why, but I think you know why. I know why, yeah. I, Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was pulling for that the entire fucking time. I was like, this is it. It's happening. And then as soon as as soon as they were like down by the front of the house, I went, oh no, don't do this. I actually said it out loud. I said, don't do it to me. Yeah. Don't do it, and they fucking did. They're it to savoring me. it for another season. That's what this is, right? They're gonna they, they're gonna make you watch another season, dude. That's Nothing's w- been greenlit yet. Yeah, uh, it's but gotta it's have doing, done well enough. It's doing well. It's received well. I'm sure we're gonna get another season because of the title. I think that this is one of those like fly under the radar. A lot of people skip over it, and they don't want they don't they don't give it the chance. You know the the chance they don't give it the shot. Mm-hmm. But my God, is that an enjoyable show? Yeah, I laughed a lot watching that show, and it wasn't just that it was funny. Yeah, they had some good shit in there. Yep. Yeah, in general. Yeah, uh, Asa hit me up on Twitter and the the main star. Yeah, and because uh, he used to watch my streams here and there. It's funny enough that dude, uh, the main guy. Yeah, yeah, legit. I talk to him like from time to time on Twitter, like <laughs> in DMs. I That's shit you funny. not. That's funny. Um, the last time we talked is when he was rumored to be in Spider Man. He couldn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. He did, ultimately didn't get it. Uh, went to. Um, Tom Holland, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, we've been we've been back and forth a little bit uh, on Twitter, mm. and I told him yeah yeah I'll check it out for sure. And then I, when I told him I liked oh, it, fire. he was like oh thanks man you know uh, you know oh it's fire he killed it oh yeah he, he was great everyone killed it there wasn't really a weak there wasn't really a weak role in that. yeah and it's funny it's funny too that the dude from The Walking Dead Carl 
he also Carl. he also hit me up as well yeah. uh, in the past too. It's so weird, like the because these and, younger and, uh, guys they also like video games, right? Yeah, so of course, yeah. You know they've done Sean, Sean, Sean Ashmore. Sean Ashmore watches same thing, watches TV. the when she's fail yeah. stuff, and he's hit yeah. he's hit us up. Um, but yeah. I I, I when, too bad that didn't translate into any fame for us. No, none, zero. Ogre. Um, but yeah, no, he, uh, I I I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Kayla and I binged it in two nights. We did like three episodes one night, three episodes another night. Um, mm. Or yeah, no, I think it was eight episodes. So I think we did like three, three, and two. Yeah, it's eight in total. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really, really good show. Um, I liked the mother. I liked oh, the mother was so good. Oh, she's good. Yeah, and she's sexy too. She's she got, is. She's she, got like that sex appeal to her, right? Yeah, she absolutely. Really, she really worked it. Yeah. Um, the only the 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 worst part of the show for yeah. me was the gay black guy. I thought that there were times where he was given great performances and and I I liked his his arc. Mm. I liked what they said about his character. I just found him as an actor at times came off a little and it you could definitely blame it on his character. It could also be the direction he it was given. It could also be the 100%. It's usually never the actor. It's usually more of the direction that he's given. Cuz he did a really good job. There were I found I found in in the more of the dramatic stuff, he yeah. did great. Yeah, uh, he did great. The the stuff between him and his dad, uh, all this other stuff, I thought that was well done. It was a lot of the the school stuff, a lot of the the friendship buddy buddy, where where he came off like uh, maybe even a, a little bit more over the top. I know he's supposed to be flamboyant and you know and all that stuff, but also just the way he acted was more annoying. It became. It was like, dude, if I was your friend, like I'd be fucking annoyed by you. And I'm not I don't think as yeah. an audience member I was supposed to think that way, like you're fucking annoying me. I got that um, in the first in the first two episodes. Yeah. And then I noticed that uh well, I think that is direction for sure. Yeah. Uh, like uh, I think cuz I think their idea with that character was that he was supposed to be um the excessively positive for for reasons, yes, of course, he had to be. He's protecting himself mentally. Yes, uh, I, I, got I know. That. I know you probably have known many uh, gay guys growing up that were the same, very similar, way positive, way super flamboyant, over the top. Yep, all covering up, trying to keep you know the fact that they were quite depressed. Yes, down. Yeah, but I get it. Like sometimes it did turn. Like it felt like it was at an eleven, and we needed him at like an eight. Yes, an eight. Yeah, nine tops. Yeah, and yeah. It did, there was a couple episodes. But it, wasn't it wasn't always. It wasn't always. It, wasn't always, it was just and now. I, and, just now and, and, and I thought he still did a phenomenal job. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Uh, but I would say he was probably the biggest weak link, and that's like a small complaint. There wasn't my you my know, weakest link wasn't. I do agree with you for that for for sure. Um, but my weakest link was actually the interaction between uh, the two characters at the end. We're not going to mention mm-hmm. how uh, the, the blue balls mm-hmm. part. Okay, mm-hmm. so you know who I'm talking about. Then. I know exactly. I what think you're I think she was. Or not, not her, but the, their their interaction yeah. was. I feel like they used it entirely as a crutch to get to a second season. Yes, if you removed her entirely, yeah, and this was a one season show, yeah, fire, fucking fire, fire, yeah, dude. The whole premise is fire. fire. The premise is fire. It's one eight one eight episode season done where one they eight. where it ends the way that you and I both would have liked it to end. Yes, one and done, bud. Fucking. Yes! But you know they want that season two hype. Come on. Fuck! Yeah, yeah. But can you really stretch that out for a full season without it getting awkward? Like, is it really I, gonna... I think I think there's definitely room for one more season, not only uh, not only with the mother, but yeah. also with, with the main character. Um, and it could be them getting a little older as well. Um, I feel like we're gonna... We're, 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 
we're eking into a um a, a really well done like micro look at a very specific topic into we're trying to be Malcolm in the fucking middle. Yeah. Like that like that's what I feel like we're working towards. Because when you start saying mom's arc and this arc yeah, yeah. over here, like we're getting into a sitcom yeah. at this point. But yeah, you know like, what? I'm a, and I'm okay. I'm okay with where they're going. I would love to see a season two. I'll still watch it. Um keep it eight episodes or yes. even six. Yeah. And and but but at the end of it. I want that. I want that payoff. I want that payoff. Yeah. Um, it better. I want that payoff now. I want it yesterday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want that. I want that Fuck. payoff. And and then uh, and and that's it. I want to stay in love with these characters, and and end it on a high note. I think it's a win for everybody involved. Uh, it's a good show. I highly suggest it once again to everybody. That, absolutely. Uh, yes. Sex education. Good yes. time. And hopefully we see a season two. And I'm with you. I also had blue balls. And oh I was my just God. like, fucking. And actually, I was, whoa. I was, I was, I was close. <laughs> I, was, I, I, was, I was just, it, it's not that I hated the ending. I didn't no. hate it. It was still, it was it was still you, good. But I knew I wanted the certain thing to so happen. Bad. And it just didn't happen. I saw that. Uh, you, know what, you know what? It was worse for me uh, in, that, in that. So um, I'm trying to see if it was being spoilery. Goat happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I went okay because uh, before that, leading up to that point, I went oh no, we're not going to get my payoff. Yeah. Then goat happens. I go yes. Oh, we're it's getting coming. the fucking let's yeah. go. No, nah, no. Nah. And then we got nope. the, We got the blue balls. We got we got get fuck. We got a half payoff. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Right. We got a half payoff. Fifty fifty. We got a fifty fifty, but not a full <sighs> payoff. But yeah, but yeah no. great job. Everyone did such a good job in that show. I, I, I absolutely want to see a uh, a second season. We finally, finally, finally found the time to go and watch Aquaman. Oh yeah. Uh, so like check that out. I liked it. Good. I had parts I didn't like about it, but mm-hmm. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that. Um, so my my downsides for it were they had three gags that they used like five times a piece. Yep. Um, for example, the the build up, build up, build up, build up, build up, and joke because it doesn't work. And they did that like four times in the movie. They also did the uh, explosion. Four times in the movie, sudden explosion. Uh, like for example, in the beginning when they're in the house, okay, yes, sudden yes, explosion. Yes, 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 yes. Then uh, all of a sudden, you know, sudden explosion. Uh, like in two or three other Dude, scenes, that, that beginning scene was fire. Though it's fire, the fight scene was dope. Fucking fire. Dude, Juan is a god. Fire. The they just the color palette. Dude, I saw it in IMAX. Oh yeah. Dude, it's like it, it was, was good. It, there were long cuts for the fight scenes. Yeah, and it just looked so fucking crisp. It did. Then, oh. uh, then they used, um, and then the music I thought was really odd in a couple yeah, spots was, that didn't some, fit. There were some all. weird music choices like, for sure at all. Yeah, they, Other than that, yep, good. It was a great. All thumbs up. One of Jason my Momoa is oh, he's a god. Yeah, he's is good. the Aquaman. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't have picked a better person to be uh, to be Aquaman. Uh, shadows to Dolph Lundgren for being in there and and having it be almost impossible to tell that it's Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, he did. A good, he did a good. He did a good job too. Like uh, you know, he was uh, just low key in there. If you didn't even know, dude, if you the didn't underwater think, fights, that big underwater fight with that with was the, dope. That was fucking awesome. That was man. dope. It was a little over the top to like see like you know people cheering and a gladiator thing type. It was really kind of weird. The pause and the, the pause, and then you saw like uh, yes, you saw an octopus playing the drums and stuff. That which was stupid. Was a little fuck. cartoony. I and said dumb. that was a bit too but much. I, yeah. But I, I just kind of. Because I was having so much fun, I just let it. I you just let, it, let go. it go and just, just let it go. En- enjoy it. I just went yeah. with the flow. Yeah, and it was great. It was a good time. Yeah, it was good. It was a good. It was a good first overall. Movie. Very, very good. And another movie that DC sorely needed. So oh, now yeah. they've got Wonder Woman. They've billion got Aquaman. Dollars, made a billion dollars now. Yeah, it's done very well. 
Oh, Jason Momoa well. just smashed it. So yeah. there you go. Uh, finished watching this season of Vikings. Uh, Vikings continues to be a good television show. Uh, I, apparently they're stopping soon, from what I heard. Uh, well, the next season's locked in. Okay, but I uh, but judging by I don't I don't know personally, but uh-huh. judging by just the arc, yeah, it it would make sense that it wouldn't go for yeah too much longer. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time. I think since uh, yeah. since one of the most major plot things happened. Yes, yeah, which you can probably know. Like I know exactly the, the which biggest plot of point. big plot yes. points. Yeah, and I haven't watched it since. Yeah, no, it continues to be good. They are. I think it would be great if next season was the last one, and I don't know if it is or not, but. Because they're they're getting dangerously close to repeating yeah storylines like, like just, story arcs yeah just redoing shit yeah. getting like they're getting real close so if they can wrap that up or if they can just find a way to get away from that like in a dodge it I'm on board but it looks like they're getting closer to just yeah repeating I think I'm some not, stuff. I think I'm at least two seasons behind right now I got yeah be pretty it, damn there's close. some there's some pretty good stuff there was some really great combat scenes cool in this season. yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick it back up yeah. Yeah, Kale really well and I, done. Kale and I, we've been uh, we've been rewatching. Um, first off, I watched we watched the fire documentary. Oh yeah, uh, how did you like sec, that? But we've been we've been rewatching the OC. Oh, we've been on the California. OC. Yeah, that's what we've been doing. So that's been here our- we come. Yeah, dude, we've been we've been uh, <laughs> we've been watching you know about two episodes a night most nights. So laying in bed, chilling. We and we'll we cycle in some other shit when we can, but. Um, just kind of go, just taking ourselves back. Um, but yeah, the fire, the fire documentary was fire. It was fire, but it was fucking <laughs> dumpster fire. Oh, it was a dump there. That's the best way. The that's what they should have been called. The dumpster. Du- the, the title could have been the dumpster, dumpster fire. fire. Oh, dude, that's what that was, man. It was fucked. It makes me want to watch the Hulu one because apparently the Hulu one is even better. Because they talk with that dude a lot. I've heard some people say that one's better, and some people say the Netflix one's better. Really? Um, I think the secret is if you can watch both. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna watch the other one at yeah. some point, but it's just fucking crazy how where they went with that shit. Um, I didn't think it was as big as what it ended up. Uh, you know, it just. And then the guy just went fucking AWOL. Like, well, he just you, fuck, he dude, just freaked out and went, he just went fucking... Dude, th- there were there were hundreds and hundreds of people stranded in the middle of fucking yeah. nowhere. Yeah, with no food, yeah, no water. Dude, it's fucked. In the middle of fucking nowhere. No idea what anything was happening. Yeah. Nobody had any Those clue. Those tents, when it rained, bro, I went, oh no. And then they showed all the fucking tents soaked. and shit just soaked. And then when they were, when the dude was describing... Like people was like became like every man for himself, and they just well, started, yeah, they taking, started shit. taking shit. I was like, oh fuck! I'm actually shocked that there I'm were like died. fights or like people getting like fucked up, killed or yes. some shit. Yeah, um, like people get tribalistic quick in those situations. It yeah. doesn't take very long before it's just like they're starting to grunt instead of talk, use words. <sighs> that's, that's- <laughs> some bitch took like all just of the like fucking the toilet paper the, the and men shit. are just walking around like nah. yeah people, she had like fucking 400 rolls of toilet paper people were taking she was gonna become a merchant <laughs> for trading toilet paper for other goods and services like what the fuck it wasn't uh, even 24 dude, hours I had, I had a good laugh man they brought out all the fucking uh, oh. they brought out all the, the lockers and this fucking and they were just like regular, just ass regular ass lockers <laughs> like what the fuck dude Dude, they come oh, up with their bad. luggage on a fucking huge truck, you know, and, the, and people are like just go and get your black bag in the sea of black bags. There's just, guy, there's just 
there's just guys like just on the truck just throwing them out. <laughs> what a gong show, man! The best part of the whole documentary for me was when they're interviewing it's the gay guy, and he, yeah, he's and he goes, he goes, yeah, he goes. I was actually, I went home. And I took a shower. And when he said that, my first thought was he was doing that because he felt dirty that somebody even asked him to do it. But then he follows it up with, and then I got in the car to go down to actually suck this guy's dick. And I was like, what the fuck? You were really that committed that you were going to suck a dick that for made this a, fucking fight? That, that dude's made, a hero. That made my night, bro. There's a hero. He's a fucking goddamn trooper. If you're going to suck some random Caribbean dude's dick to get him. <laughs> Get the water, the water in. To get the water. He said you have next to next level. Dude said you got to go down there, dude. I need you to take one for the team. Those are the words. <laughs> I need you to go team. down there. Oh, and suck the fucking sergeants or whatever the fuck was dick. Just to and get he's the like, water. He's like, wait a second. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, you have to go and like actually suck his dick, please, man. I'm oh, take one for the team. Man took a shower. He went home and prepared, bro. He prepared to suck some dick. He had a menthos in his fucking in his mouth. Oh, he went the down fresh there, maker. The fresh maker. <laughs> he went in there and he was ready to suck some dick. Oh, when he said Absolute, that, he's a hero. Oh man, he's a god forsaken hero. Yeah, good time. So that was yeah, that was best part of the whole thing. I need um, that in my life. Uh, what was uh? Oh, then we watched the first episode. I think I think it's called The Kingdom. It's like about the Crusaders or whatever. And the only reason I started watching that Jason was because no, was because uh, is it, is the he... second no, he's not in that. That's a, a different show. That's oh, okay. um, we are watching that though. Uh, oh, that's the um, fuck, can't remember the name of that one. Anyway, uh, this I think it's The Kingdom because it's the second season. Um, friggin' Mark Hamill is in it. Oh. And so I saw that, and I was like, oh, I need to get to know that. Okay. Frontier is the Jason Momoa show. Oh, okay, yeah, the one that's in Newfoundland. Yeah, uh, that one's uh, that one's not bad. It's, it's They're not, filming that right now. It's not amazing, Yeah, but it's not bad. It's interesting in that it's, it's, it's you know, how often do you get to see early Canada mm. in a TV show, right? The Hudson's Bay Company, the, like the whole... Momoa's month. getting so big right now, I wouldn't expect that show to stay on too much longer. No. That's the well, way I would he's, I know he's, it's a passion project of yeah, his. Yeah, he's, he's a producer and everything yeah. on it. Like, it's his But his he's deal. becoming pretty fucking big time now. Sure. But maybe, maybe he just, he's, he also seems like the type of guy who would if just he wants do it anyway. to, Yeah, if he wants to do it, he'll fucking do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pretty lax, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm just... I'm I'm down for it. It was good. It's a pretty good show. Okay, uh, the, but the yeah, kingdom. the other one. Kingdom, I'm watching. Is that what it is? Yeah, the first episode. Um, I feel like I may have seen an episode of this before. It was it was uh, you know for first episode. Okay. It was an it was a okay. I could see how this could possibly turn into something that's relatively cool, but it wasn't like I was enthralled right away. But for a first episode where so many TV shows are hot garbage in the first episode, yeah. this was not hot, hot garbage. Okay. So it at least avoided that trap. Okay. It was right into like, I would classify it as more as, uh, you know, towards the end of the first season of most shows when they're all, when they're just kind of getting used to everyone else, like the actors are starting to gel. Getting into the groove. Getting into the groove. Yeah. It felt more like that than a first Honest to God episode. Cool. So that, that means good things. And the fact that Mark Hamill's in the second season has me very... Interested. Doubly cool. I'm down for that. Nightfall. Was that what it is? Yeah, Nightfall. That's the show that I'm talking about, not Kingdom. Okay. Nightfall is the other one. Okay. Oh, so many shows in there's, the same period of time with yes. similar names. Well, they're trying, doing all they're the trying same to get shit. on that Game of Thrones You're type fucking shit, right? right? They're, yeah. you know, speaking of Game of Thrones, that's, that's coming, coming soon. I can't wait. 
It's coming. So each episode, there's six episodes, and um, I think they released the times. The vast majority of them are about an hour and 20. Wow. Yeah. So length, like, it's lengthy. They're, feature, they're like feature length uh, yeah. shows. Yeah. Just just short of a horror movie on Netflix. Exactly. <laughs> so we got we got six six episodes left. Uh, we're like two months out. Yeah. Two and a half months or so. And then we finally get to see what happens in the Game of Thrones. Oh, baby. Yep. It's coming. God, I hope that show ends well. I would be so disappointed if that just I think, feels weird. I think it's going to end well. I hope so. I hope we don't get blue balls on that one, too. Somebody better end up on a, on that Iron Throne at the end. Let's just put it that way. Because if everybody dies or whatever, and it's just like the it's, fucking White Walker. The last two people stab each other simultaneously. Yeah, that, you know? And then it's just like, a, like a, a drone shot zooming out over this battlefield of nothing but dead bodies and then cut to the credits. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no way. There's just no way. Oh, my. Um... Uh, yeah, I, Clegane, I love, yeah, Clegane Bowl. Everyone's waiting for the Clegane Bowl. Yeah, I, the mountain and the, the dog. The mountain and the dog. Just the two fucking <laughs> dudes, the, the brothers, and just fucking killing. Each, or no, the yeah, the bro, they're brothers. Yeah, they're brothers. Yeah, yeah. the Clegane uh, Bowl. That's going. Fuck. You know, that's going down, bro. Yes, they're gonna, absolutely. They're going to fight to the death. I think. I think they're both going out. I think those guys are going to. get That fucked might be up. the one where they both simultaneously kill each other. Yeah, that might actually happen. I, 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 you know what I'm predicting for that? I'm predicting. That the mountain will uh, will be getting the best of. Uh, is Arya going to come? No, I think I think the mountain is going to get the best of what's his face. Who's the other dude again? Uh, uh, the dog. The dog. I can't think of his name off the top of my head right now. Um, so the the yeah. So the mountain is the guy, the big fucking. He's basically he's, he's like being brought a, back from the dead. Yes, at this he's point. like a fucking juggernaut at yeah, this point. Yeah, they, they juiced him up. So I think I think what's good, the hound. There it is. The, the hound, hound. That's it. So I think what's gonna ha- see. It's been so long since I fucking watched the show. Yeah, the dog, um, the, the, dog, dog. the hound. Same thing. <laughs> same same fucking thing. D O double G. I think what's gonna happen is this. <laughs> I think the hound is yeah. gonna get fucked up. Right, okay. like he can't. He just can't beat this undead fucking. This undead is going to have to use fire. I think what he's going to do is he's going to burn himself alive with him. Oh. So he's going to face his biggest fear, and while he's going to while him also like dying, bear, bear, bear hugging, either throwing the, himself in fire with him or you know, self-emulating monk. Exactly, he's going to literally burn himself to death while killing the mountain. Coincidentally, with fire as well. I, I can think, see that. I think that's how she's going to go down because I, can see I don't. That. I don't see. I don't see how the Hound is going to survive this. I don't think that's that's what's going to be for his character. I think what would be cool for his character is seeing that or getting Arya to light the flame that will that will burn them together. So you know, so Arya, it's on. She's he's on the list. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to be there, and they like each other. So I think it's going to be one of these things where they're trapped together, or he's she got gets, her. She gets her name off the, the name gets, off the list. She gets to take the name off the list. Yeah, he yeah. gets to uh, kill kill his brother for what he's done, and also does it in a way that he's haunted him by lighting his, you know, yeah, setting him, him on, on fire, fire yeah. when they were kids, and then everybody gets that. That would be the biggest and best payoff. I could see that. Give me that one. I could. I could see that. That would be fire. But it's also it's also too on the nose for Game of Thrones. But it, if I could get an on the, if I could get an on the nose for that, yeah. give me that one. You the, know? The dog. The dog. It's a spin-off who, series. Who let the dog out? Exactly. Who? 
Uh, I believe it's time for some tech support, Jeff. Let's do it. Tech support? <laughs> uh, let's see. Hmm. Nathan asks, Hey, Jeff and Adam, as someone who has an XLR microphone and an interface and has been interested in but never had an inkling of an idea of where to go or where to start, how does one get into voiceover work? Any tips <laughs> or tricks for someone looking to join the in- that industry? Wow. I've been getting a lot of these questions as of late. Well, as soon as you enter into something, then it becomes, it's like, you're now the master, and now mm. we need to, uh, to ask the questions. Um, here's, here's my pro tip. Mm-hmm. Be ready to do a lot of reading. Um, and be ready to do a lot of research on, um, best practices, um, and then be ready to do a lot of shit that is going to be monotonous and you're going to hate, uh, like doing a lot of auditions. Yeah. Pretty much over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Um. And getting nothing. And getting absolutely nothing. Yeah. Be ready to, if you're really going in full bore, spend a good chunk of change to get yourself set up. Not necessarily in microphone equipment and stuff, but if you're going to do something beyond just running a fiber, which most people should probably do in that industry anyway when mm-hmm. you're doing it from home, mm-hmm. um, you're going to get you're going to be pe- spending some money on pay-to-play sites. Yeah. Um, you're going to be spending some money probably on some coaching uh, to really tighten yourself up so that you're not wasting your time on said pay-to-play sites mm-hmm. uh, trying to fall into that groove. Yeah. Um, you're going to take some time to figure out what it is that your voice is particularly apt at. Yeah. Because not everyone can do everything. Uh, most people have a category that they excel at. Yep. And they've got to, they've got to lock it in. Yep. Um, but, uh, that's really the core of it. The other thing is, um, your room from a technical perspective, here's my piece and you can do more of the, uh, uh of the rest of it. Um, cause I'm more of the technical side than anything. Cause I haven't done enough auditions to really give more advice than what I just did is the room does more for your audio than literally any piece of equipment you could ever purchase. Yeah. Literally any, like you could, you could have a mediocre microphone and a mediocre interface yep. and put it in a good room It'll sound- and it will sound better than a lot of these people going out and spending a lot of money on an interface and a Neumann and putting it in a shit room. And not knowing what they're doing with it. Yeah. So being in a good room and knowing how to do proper gain staging and equalization and compression is going to be way better uh, time spent mm-hmm. than spending a whack of money on really high-end equipment right out of the gate. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying you can take a fucking blue snowball and make magic happen, but you can take like uh, uh, an AT... 2035 or a 4040 yep. in that neighborhood that yep. you know two to three hundred dollar microphone and make it sound great and make it sound like a thousand dollar microphone yep. if you're in a good room and know what you're doing and that's uh that's the the pro tips for that i won't get into the nitty-gritty of of equalization and compression because there's lots of uh stuff out there to, to read about it but the core of it is the bare minimum when it comes to eq you should be doing more cutting of frequencies than adding of frequencies. You really only add frequencies if you're going for a really fucking specific sound. Yeah. Otherwise, you're really just cutting stuff to make your voice sound uh, more intelligible, clearer, and getting rid of any latent kind of room noise, boxiness if you're in a small room, uh, maybe some high frequency if you don't, if you have really reflective walls, stuff of that nature. So be careful. Don't be that guy 
that goes in, does a recording, and then just fucking like 12 dB V in both directions and go, yeah, that's the show. And yeah. then just like, because it's going to sound absolutely terrible. So that's that's my technical take. What is the so Maximus what was, So what school? was the question exactly? The, the question was, what are your, your tips for somebody who might think about getting into, okay. into VO? Okay. Well, so, so far we have, don't spend too much money on equipment. Just learn how to yeah, use your room. Don't do that yet. And yeah. use your equipment that you have. Yeah. Um, be prepared sh- to do lots of reading. You should. You should though. He's. He's. I think he mentioned he does have an interface, right? An XLR. He has an XLR, so he's good to go. In okay. That, so in you're, that you've already got. You've already got that down. Yeah. Um, you know, the the biggest thing that I can that I can say, and I've been doing voiceover now for maybe five months, um, to some marginal success. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know. I've. I've. I'm. I'm actually doing a lot better than what most people do, and I think it's mainly because I talk. For a living as well, so you've had a I lot have, of lead up. I've had a lot of lead up. You know your way around a microphone exactly. is a good way to is a good yeah. way to start. And I've always been sort of a showy dude anyway. So doing yeah. commercials and stuff really is not. You know, I needed training and I had gotten coaching, but you don't need coaching right away. No, um, no. all you need to do is practice a lot. So. I know what you're probably thinking. Well, where where do I start in terms of making money? How do I make how do I make money or how do I get in? How do I make in? my first five dollars, Mr. First, Maximus Bly? The best the best way I could say the hardest way to make a buck in voiceover starting out is on pay to play sites. Yeah. That's just actually the reality of it. And yeah. when I say pay to play sites, I mean websites like Voices.com, Voices One Two Three, where you pay a four hundred or three hundred dollar yearly fee, and then it and then they allow you to audition for. Um, different companies that are looking for spots and then you audition send it out they listen to it they can like it or they can hire you you can put your bid in and it's like if you were auditioning for a TV show or whatever you're working as your own agent you're your own uh, sole proprietor and you're out there doing your own thing that's a tough way to go simply because you're so much competition that you're usually auditioning with a minimum of 50 other people all the way up to 200 other people so you really not only are if if you don't have your sound quality to the nines somebody else is going to have that if you're not a great reader in terms of being able to read copy the proper inflections and pauses and things like that there's going to be somebody that is better than you at doing that um so I'm not saying you don't you don't have to do it because I jumped right into the pay to play and I've had I've had good success. But what my suggestion is, is to get on a freelance site like Fiverr.com or Upworks and putting out your own gigs so you can create your own like, you know, hey, what's his name? Back to the um, question. Uh, Nathan. Nathan. So you can say, hey, hey, Fiverr, my name's Nathan. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a voice actor or voiceover artist. And, um, I'd love for you to take a look at my gigs. If you need, you know, and any voiceover work or whatever, you can obviously put it in your own. I'm just spewing it out there. And then what you can do is you can put in samples of your work. So whether that is a commercial e-learning, uh, audio book, whatever it is that you want to voice act characters, anime, I have no idea what you want to do. You can do that. And then people can come to you. Um, the only good thing about joining a pay to play site, something like voices.com or voice one, two, three is it, even though you may suck like I did when I started and I still have tons of improving to do, but it allows you to start auditioning and you can just practice, 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 reading real script, real copy, editing, sending it out, writing proposals, 
uh, getting in that groove and practicing, 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 because that's what it boils down to. You're not going to get better until you just keep going and going and going and going. And you're you're going to audition for 100 jobs and you're probably not going to book any or you might book one or two. But it really only takes one or two jobs to pay for your membership. And if you got an entire year to do it. So if you've got the money, I would I would suggest jumping on a pay-to-play site just for the experience of auditioning all the time and getting into the groove of things. But if you don't have the money, then go on uh, freelance sites like Fiverr.com or Upworks, and there's a few others. Those are the two big ones. And do your own thing. Um, and, and like what Adam said, um, the most important thing in terms of quality is your room. So if you if you're if you're recording in a in a in a place that's hardwood, you're in a small room and it sounds like you've got this sort of boxy reverby sound in the background, that's going to be really hard to treat when you're when you're uh, editing in post. So even if that means you have to go on your laptop and go into your walk in closet and record around your clothes just to have something to break up that sound that can absorb into the walls, so to speak. Uh, then do it or put a blanket over your over your head then do it whatever it takes to kind of get rid of that room noise that's going to help you a lot especially in auditions you'll notice in the freelance in the free freelancing world you can get away with sounding a little bit more amateur because most of the people that are going on those are are people that are not looking they are looking for professional sound but they don't have that that level of of uh uh, expectation as say a pay to play site does because with the pay to play site you're you're up against professionals it's just and you're also up against other scrubs like you that might be new but it's going to be hard to get much harder to get those jobs uh, places like Fiverr if you're just looking to make a couple of bucks and get some uh, experience and go ahead and do that so that's the biggest thing for me is read 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 I'm dyslexic and I'm still doing fine and it's helping me a lot reading much more I'm, I'm becoming a, a much better it's helping a great deal uh, so read a lot audition a lot if you can afford that um, and uh, and and work on it every day take an hour or two out and what Adam said too is there's a ton of content that you can watch my suggestion is to just watch YouTubers that talk about voiceover, go on forums, uh, join Facebook groups, those sort of things. That'll help you out a lot, and you'll notice there's a ton of people that are also in in the same thing. So uh, there it is, without talking about that too, too much. Yeah. I'll give one more piece. Yeah, okay. One more relatively short piece. If, you, if, if you're going in completely dry on this, where Jeff and I talked into a microphone for eight years, so we, we have... We, we have a we we we're comfortable around a microphone to begin with. If you're still trying to figure out, and even if you even if you know for Jeff and I, we had to we have to had to and continue to have to relearn how to deliver the you know phrases and stuff like they want to hear it. Mm-hmm. And the best the best advice that I can give as somebody who hasn't you know paid for training yet, uh, well will eventually, but I want to. Go as far on my own to get the experience as I can yeah. first. Yeah. Is go and just watch a shitload of commercials. Yes, recent commercials. Yep. Uh, because more recent stuff is in this this conversational. conversational, but it's not really. It's not the the car salesman. It's not like you and I talking in a podcast. No, there's but a, it's th- also not you know hint. wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man. You know like yeah. radio host. Uh, type shit either yeah. it's 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 a weird fucking hybrid and sometimes it's hard to discern how you're supposed to do that with your own voice yeah so if you go and watch a bunch of recent commercials 
to get an idea of that cadence yep. of speech yep. and and how to end things with inflection. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is this weird <laughs> this is over and over again. And it sounds it sounds when you speak it when you speak like that, you're going to go, "Man, I'm just sounding like an announcer." They want that. They want that. They but, don't, but not but not They don't want that. Yeah. But they want it. They they don't want, you know, come you know, come on down. Yeah, it's like, you know, uh, you know, if you want to be on you know, uh, if you if you if you want to be on uh, Life's a Glitch TV for when she's fails, go to our website, lag.tv. Yeah, they don't want did. they don't want that. They want more of like if you want to be on our on our when she's fail season, come check us out on lag.tv. Yeah. Something like that, right? Where you're still kind of selling you're still kind of you still kind of sound like it's an advertisement, but it's not. Uh, but it's not like you know the radio it's shit. It's not the radio, like radio shit. shit. They yeah. don't want that. They want this like weird hybrid. They'll tell you they don't want it, but they still kind of want it. So you yeah. gotta like do that. So the best thing to do would be to just watch YouTube videos of other. I've done that plenty of times. Yeah, especially when I get an audition. Like say there's an audition for, um, uh, like I did a thing for Mastercard uh, last month. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so what I did is I went and watched all kinds of MasterCard commercials when, yeah, I was, yeah. when I was doing the audition. And I watched all the Samuel L. Jackson ones, like all these stuff. And you start to pick up on things. Nobody really sounds like they're announcing, but they're still selling you some shit. Yeah. But they still also want to sound like me and you are just fucking chilling here and talking. Uh, and, and so you got to just got to learn that that weird thing. So research, 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 read, read, read. And keep auditioning. Don't give up. It'll it'll come. Um, Literally anyone right now, because of what people are looking for, pretty much anyone anybody can get into it. Can get into it. Yeah. If you have a voice, go you're, for it. You're pretty much good to go. Uh, let's see. Let's do one more. Will asks, "What games did you love so much that you bought collectors editions or ultimate editions of?" You had Skyrims. Yeah, Skyrims I bought, and I bought, like, Call of Duties you back in the day. Black Ops, I think. Black the original o- Black the Ops. And the Modern Warfare the, that came with the... Uh, oh, the, the uh, night, infrared, night Vision yeah, the night vis- yeah, that's yeah. it. The Night Vision goggles. And I got the one with the, the remote control RC car. car yeah. And then I've got the Skyrim uh, Collector's Edition. Those, I think, honestly, are the only Collector's Editions that I've ever... Oh, I bought the uh, the StarCraft stuff. Yeah. So, you know, the Star Legacy of the Void and or, or like the Wings of Liberty, they had like extra big fucking box things that you could buy. And that's it. Uh for me it was uh Oblivion. I bought the uh collector's edition of that, so I have that little like the the coin and everything that it came with, the septum. Um I bought one of the, I think it was Forza 2, I bought the collector's edition of Forza 2. I bought the collector's edition of Halo 2. Mm. Uh, and Halo 3. Um, <clears throat> Question is, do you still have those? I have, I believe I still have Halo 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have 3 anymore. Um, I also, oh, I bought... Um, the Last Guardian. I oh, bought yeah. that one. And I ended up selling that one uh, as well. Because the statue was garbage. Um, I didn't realize I had so many copies yeah. of Halo. Yeah, you have several. Yeah. Do you have the Halo 2 steelbook? You have the, there's the Halo so 3 steelbook. There's steel the book. Halo 3 one. So I have, I don't, I might still have this one. 
I can't remember. Oh, I even got Halo War Steelbook. Ah, Halo I Wars. Know I, I didn't even know I had that. Some dope cutscenes in this. In this uh, game. I don't have the Halo 2 steel. And I wouldn't have bought these myself. This was shit that I got. You yeah, know, you got that in like a yard sale and But stuff. I pretty much got all the Halo Reach, Halo ODST, or Halo 3 ODST, Halo 4, Halo Wars, Halo 2, or Halo 3 box. And then I have Halo... Another Halo 2 and 3 there. Yeah. Right next to two of the other best games on the console, Jet Set Radio Future and Morrowind. Just, Let's go. There's a like, nice little fire lineup it's there. It's a fire lineup for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I don't think I don't think anything else. I mean, more recently, I guess, if you wanted to count it, would be that, that missed Kickstarter. The Dreamcast Jack Ryan Radio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never played it. Really? Yeah. Uh, Jack Ryan Radio is on Steam. Oh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Um, it's yeah. This is this is where it all began. The Jet Grind Radio stuff, and then it uh, they you know split that off into Jet Set Radio Future, and uh, this is obviously a much more simple version. Yeah, of Jet Set, uh, but still a very good game with a fire soundtrack. Uh, yeah. the, the soundtrack was fire in uh, Jet Set Radio Future as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I don't really collect for Dreamcast, but I, I thought I'd keep this one just because it's, it's a good one. It's Jet Set. It's one that people like quite a bit, so why not have it? Um, but yeah, and I guess if you want to you know, add the missed Kickstarter thing that I got, uh, then that would be the other one, which came in. I opened that on stream the other night. Yeah? Uh, uh, the I saw, book. I, I, saw, I saw you, uh, I think Gabs was there with you, right? Yeah. yeah I, was I, I, was like, I was wondering what that was. I was Looks like, yeah. Fire. You open it up, the screen looks good. The only downside to that, and, and really, I don't know how else you're supposed to do it, <laughs> to not have it cost a fortune, is the speaker that they have. Uh, they play the music with the flybys, for mm -hmm. the like in the video, mm -hmm. and the speaker is just a hurting situation, because it's behind the paper and everything, yeah. and so... Sounds it like it's coming of a Christmas card. Fucking bad. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. That's bad. Uh, but the screen looks really fucking good. Nice. Uh, I was really impressed with the screen. Uh, and they cleverly hid, so cleverly that I didn't even know at first. I had to get, pull, I had, uh, uh, Adam Combat sent me the, the thing they put up on Kickstarter. Shows you where all the buttons are, because they're all underneath the paper. Mm. But they, they, when they weathered the paper, uh, like staining it and stuff, they made a couple of stains really, ob like, obvious, and the buttons are underneath those specific okay. little stains. So it was a clever little That's cool. way to do it. Um, so you can turn the volume down, or the volume up, you can turn... Uh, you know, you can change the the intro that you have and all that stuff. That's cool. Uh, but the outside of the book looks fire, and the inkwell and everything that comes with it is also really cool. So uh, now I'm just gonna wait for the DVDs to come in, which also get stored in the book. There's a compartment for the DVDs. It didn't all come together? Uh, no, uh, they were originally supposed to. Um, so the inkwell is in one compartment, and then in the other compartment uh, in the book is a space for the DVDs. But I I. It was the it was the manufacturing. There was something they couldn't do. They were trying to get it all shipped as one, which is really clever because the book held the other shit. Yeah. So they didn't have to send like five boxes and exactly. save a bunch of money. Yeah. So there was a reason why that unfortunately didn't shit uh, didn't happen. At least but, get it. Uh, and then I have my piece of uh, of the um, uh, concept art coming as well at some point. Nice. So that so those are those are the ones that, that uh, I went for. And that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. That's the show. Head cool. on over to patreon.com slash lag TV. Get in on it. Do you have StarCraft content? You have a place to post it there. Yes. We'll be able to do some casting for it. 
We have some games lined up that we'll be able to uh, to to knock out soon and have yeah, a little batch. Yeah, we actually got we actually got a big uh, well, I wouldn't say big, but we got a fair amount of submit submitted stuff since the last podcast. There we go. So people people were perking up. Yeah, so that's good. So we're gonna have some of that for you guys soon. Don't worry, we didn't forget about it. Nope. Um. So we'll have that coming, and maybe uh, this time next week I might be a dad. That's we're two weeks out. You're not ready. This yet. could happen. You're not ready. I yet. am definitely not ready. You need right another now. week. I need an. I need like the full two. That extra maybe week. two and a half. Yeah. Uh, come Stretch a little. A come more. a little late. You know. Fashionably late. Fashionably late. <laughs> but we are. We are two weeks out. So. Uh well, ladies and uh, and gents, thank you very much for uh, for stopping by, for watching this live, or you're catching on YouTube, or listening to this on your drive to or from work. It's been another technical alpha podcast. We will see you guys next week uh and until we do peace